In this week's episode, Dan's back on the show to talk about San Diego Comic-Con. So much information, as always, but the big Disney announcements came from DuckTales and Marvel. One had us on a nostalgia overload, while the other just totally blew our minds. It was more than enough to whet our appetites before the main course at D23 Expo. The Lion King was released with mixed reviews, but exploded at the box office regardless. Also, Disneyland 64th, Fat Time with Diggs, Endgame Reigns Supreme, and more on this multiverse episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. I'm Dan. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen... Boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. Oh, hey, what's going on? Uh oh. The apprentice Start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look. Ah, Baganya. That's later, Tim. Oh, that's well, later. Oh, you know I'm, what? You know what? It's funny, Tim. I jumped the gun. Well, it's a good thing you did jump. Put it on the I list. forgot to write it down. <laughs> oh wow! So let me put that down here somewhere. He has one job. I mean, that should be like the first thing we. <laughs> it it about. was because that's the main thing I was thinking about, but yet I uh, forgot to write it down. Anyway, hey, we're back in somewhat better than ever. Um, Are we though? I I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You, I've been I've been hurting. Yeah. Hey, Dad's <laughs> finally back. Yeah. Dan went uh, to San, San Francisco. I did go to San Francisco. He it was, was pretty fun. on the, uh, what do you call that? The, the you, were you on the streets? He had the flowers <laughs> the in The streets of San Francisco, yeah. Yes. The flowers in your hair. Yeah. I, you know what? My mom asked me the same question, so that's a very dated. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like super and I thought my reference was dated. Yeah, but this was my mom. Like crazy, At least I know what streets of San Francisco is. Dan was riding street cars. No, I was not. Were they named flowers Desire? Yeah. No, no flowers, but riding street cars? You know, I actually did go to Haight-Ashbury. Did you? I That's did. Cool. I went to Haight Ashbury and kind of showed my daughter around. This is where all the hippies. How old's your daughter? Kinda, she's thirteen, Ooh. so she got a little bit of a history lesson. Did she care? Probably not. But I wanted to see Haight Ashbury because I've never been in that side of town. So no, it's uh, cool. Did. Yeah, I mean, aside from all the homeless people and the well, that's everywhere in San Francisco. That wasn't yeah. surprising. So did that. We visited the Walt Disney Family Museum, which I, I emailed in about. But I thought it was really cool. Um, the elevator I thought was super cool. In the museum, and actually, the doors look like the Santa Fe Railroad oh, logo. That must be and then they used open up. They open up, and then the elevator looks like a car in a train. So it's got the curtains, and then the two sides of the elevator actually look like windows, like you'd see outside. Just a just a like prairie type scene. It's really cool. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually really cool. I don't remember that, and I've been there twice. They must have added. It's time it to since, go again. Yeah, since time I was to go there. Again. Yeah, you could. I feel like it's something I could do every couple of years. And there's something new that I would learn besides the different exhibits that, that kind of go through. Definitely, I was telling my brother, um, we need to go. I need to go just with him to take a trip so I could literally spend all day there. Then I did go. I don't think I wrote in about this, but I did go to the Skywalker 
lobby. Not the lobby, the outside to go see the Yoda fountain, which is like, it's only about two feet tall, so I guess it's life size, <laughs> <laughs> which was cool. I didn't find that until later. It's raised, so it looks yeah, cool. Yeah, it's raised, so it does look cool. I found out later that if you actually go during business hours, you, you can, can actually go, go into, into the, the lobby. lobby. Yeah, yeah but I was there on a Sunday, like six o'clock, so that wasn't going to happen. Same when her and I were there, it was also a Sunday, mm-hmm. and we just did the same thing. I basically took pictures through the window. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you were there during office hours, they you could go in and take actual pictures in the lobby. But next time, I'll kind of keep that in mind. It didn't go like I, when I planned the trip. I didn't even think, "Hey, you're going to San Francisco on a weekend, dumbass!" <laughs> like I have all week to go, and I decided to leave and start drive up on a Friday. But I mean, we made the most of it. I actually, we did all the big stuff on Monday: Golden Gate Bridge, Fisherman's Wharf, Pier Thirty Nine on the Monday when there was a way less people, and just kind of did the. Around the city, the painted ladies from Full House and all that kind of stuff during the weekend cool. to Berkeley and all that kind of stuff. So it was pretty cool. Kids had a good time. Rode a cable car for the first time. That's a racket, man. I've never ridden a cable car. It's a racket. It's seven dollars one way. Oh yeah, for like two miles. <laughs> That's all it really goes is like two miles, and it's you can't you yeah, cannot. The train the, definitely the train in San Diego is much better. Oh, I, I rode that this weekend too. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Seven dollars one way. If you get off, you can get off wherever you want, but you're screwed. You get back on, you got to pay the seven bucks again, because that's right. kind of how it. That's kind of how it works, unless you have one of the muni passes, which you know I didn't buy. Right. So rode it all the way to the end. Watched them turn the car around, which is really cool. And then well, how do they do it. that? It's done by hand. So it li- it literally is on a cable underground, right? Okay. Okay. So they take it, they release the cable from it. Physically push the thing around because it's on this big disc that turns. Okay. Have you ever actually watched in the Cars ride how they how that disc moves to get the two cars to go back into the to where they load? The disc actually moves, so it moves the actual track. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. the same. It's just like a turntable at a train at a train yard. Right. It's exactly what it is. So and they, they do it, and then they the reconnect c- the cable yeah. when a train's facing the other, when the cable car's facing the other way. So then rode it back, which was really cool. We all got to stand on the side, which is what everybody wants to do. So, because I kind of waited, wait, 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 wait. Okay, we're first in line for the next one, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. So, suckers, <laughs> I got to do that. So that was pretty cool. And then driving in San Francisco is just, oh my left gosh, turns, left turns. Oh yeah, it was. I don't know how many times my wife kind of like, what are you doing? Relax, I got this. Yeah. I think I don't know where I'm going, but I got this. Good thing for GPS, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my Disney report from from there. I will do it again. I think every couple of years, maybe I might try to take the trip up there. It's, if you haven't been, it's actually really cool to check out. Like my suggestion was trying to get uh, the yeah. Schultz or uh, Rancho. Obi-Wan. I wish I would have known that because again, I was talking to my brother, saying, "Hey, man, I, we need to go. Just find a time that we can go up there, even if it's just an overnighter or something, to do that, and then do the Charles Schultz Museum too, because he's a big Snoopy fan." So this is evidenced by the photo I put up on. Facebook of me with Snoopy for the 50th of the moon landing. Yes, it happened. No, I'm not arguing that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, speaking of 50, Disneyland turned 64. So uh, uh, that was on Wednesday, and um, I did not partake in any of the festivities that was going on for the 64th anniversary. You didn't even get a cupcake? Okay, let's talk about the cupcake. That's right. a good thing. That's a good place to start. So uh, actually, I did not know about the cupcake. Until Anthony texted me about it, and um, I, was, I didn't even know they were doing cupcakes on the odd years. I thought that was just like a uh, you know I didn't even know they had done cupcakes since the sixtieth. But uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like that's the default. We're not going to give you a button, but you can have a cupcake. 
I guess. Mm. Like I said, I didn't even know that it had been happening. But uh, yeah, Victoria texts me. She's like, Where, uh, are they out of cupcakes? Where's the cupcakes? And I'm like, well, let me find out. So, of course, I immediately text you. So I had no uh, idea a cupcake was going on or anything until he texted me. And then I was uh, actually at Jolly Holiday when he was texting. And that's where the cupcake was. Because I was just expecting you to text back, oh, they didn't have cupcakes. And I'm like, well, I don't know where she got that idea. But apparently they did. And then you said you heard that they were going to come back at 2 or something? Yeah. So uh, uh, I'm, I was trying to right now remember who I was with that was looking for the cupcake. Was it Dave? McFar- I think Dave McFarlane Dave okay. wanted the cupcake. And he went in there and they said that they were out of the cupcake and it was going to come back at 2 o'clock. This was about 11 o'clock when I was there. I was like, oh, okay. So... And then we are hearing other reports that they weren't coming back. And you know how, you know, once again, cast members. So Is this I, a paid cupcake or a free cupcake? No, it was a free. They were free. Okay. They out. So I'll make sure. That I didn't know. Okay. I had no idea what was going on. The cupcake thing was going on. Well, because they sell he, he just cupcakes, cupcake and got excited. But, they, yeah. but for the 60th, they did. They gave away cupcakes. Yeah, yeah. A ton of yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, they weren't very good, but they gave them away. But <laughs> they were actually really good. Um I know. I mean, I didn't have nothing. To, I, I had. I had no idea the cupcake thing was going on. I didn't know if you had to pay for it or not. So I didn't know if it was free. I just know people were wanting it. Victoria texted him about it. He texted me. I went back and forth about what I've heard about the cupcake, and um, so um, she didn't get her cup. She did not get her cupcake, oh. unfortunately. Oh. Well, she did get a button, but she did get a button because button. She, she came to meet with me. And like I said, I was there with Connor. Oh, okay. And uh, she uh, came to meet up. We we're talking about the cupcake thing, of course. And she was there with her daughter. And then it was the funny thing was like I introduced her them to Connor. She goes, "Oh, your nephew." And he just turned like he was like, "What? Like what? How does she know me?" She, and then she, goes, "Oh, don't worry. I listen to the podcast." <laughs> then so, he's like, "Podcast." <laughs> so. Uh, her daughter was so happy to get the button. She was like, so just gleaming with Should joy. Make her a button that says, I didn't get a cupcake. Disneyland 64. <laughs> Good idea. Go yeah. ahead. Get on that, Tim. <laughs> oh, man. You have the button machine, too. I don't so, even know who this person is. I, I didn't know. And I, well, I knew of her, but I never met her. First time meeting her. So her daughter was really happy to get a button, and it was really cool. So uh, no uh, cupcake for her, but a nice mouse power button. Instead, I yeah, guess. it's black. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> so, if you want a button that says "I didn't get a cupcake," message Dave's blue thirteen thirteen at something something. There you go. <laughs> well, I had seen on my Instagram that's Dan's Disney Adventures that <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. So, shameless plug. Yeah, that somebody, people were uh, posting the, the cupcakes. That's how I knew it. Yeah, I didn't uh, pay attention. I didn't see anything until. Anthony texted me, and then I heard. I was just like, "What? Why would they be giving out cupcakes on the sixty fourth? This isn't the ninetieth. It looked like a cool cupcake too, the design and everything, but I don't think it was that great. Maybe either. they just thought they just found a box of uh, leftover sixtieth ones <laughs> in a freezer. Wait, they were did, in a freezer. Where did the ninetieth come from? The Mickey. I keep making oh, a joke oh, about okay, Mickey okay. ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm following you again. Okay, I got you. It's okay. All right, so of course we talked talked about they're going to have a little cavalcade going on for the birthday, uh, twice a day or twice during the day. I did not see one of them. Man, why did you? Then why did you go? I, you know what? It was. <laughs> you more, went for the cupcake. You didn't know it was going to be there. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> and I went. then didn't get it. it. You know, 
hey, I was there with Connor, and then we met up with Miles and his family. So we we're just doing the right things, and you know, you rode rides too. Hey, you know, are you what? okay? You had the dang. Hey, you, you know, I, you, I know it's hot, but are you like stroked out? Or? Hey, you better prepare yourself because if he tells you how many rides he went on over the three day period, <laughs> and probably funny. including Universal, you'd probably that's, shit yourself. That's true. Diggs has ridden more rides in the last month. <laughs> Than in the entire like three years that I've known him, I believe that. <laughs> I, I think believe that's that. Actually the case. He's, yeah, he's got all these kids. You know, they want to go on rides. I know. Damn it's not kids. like just. It's not like just hanging out with us and his brother, where <laughs> we don't care about doing shit. Just sit so, on the west side. Yeah. So it's like he's got all these young kids that he's gonna hang around with now. It's not like he's back in the nineties. That's true. Yeah, but when you when the when the parents have the the DAS pass, DOS pass, whatever it's called. You're gonna take advantage of that. Well, yeah. I know I gotta make friends with him too. I've met him. Like I need to be friendlier. <laughs> get, like, hey, how's it going? Especially when Rise of the Resistance opens. Exactly. I know, right? Yeah, you got that pass. You know, just wait time. Just waiting. Got that DOS get, pass. Exactly. That's either way. that or I need to get hurt. <laughs> no, don't get hurt. No, I don't no, need to don't do that. Like, don't be like Michael. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's why basically I was doing all the yeah, rides. well soon because you know, get uh, the DOS pass and just. Book a time and wait and just chill for uh, 20 minutes or whatever and uh, go on rides. But, yeah, I agree with you. I've been going on more rides than, yeah. since you've known me. Yeah, the last few times I've seen you at the park. We're going to go get on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm with my kids, and we're doing our own thing, too. But it's like, we're going to go on this ride. All right. Speaking hey. of rides, I actually got an emotional whirlwind. Oh, did you? Yeah. What? I got on it. So did I cry. I wanted to see. Yeah, well, that did you was get before. emotional. I did. I, and before, and I, I actually I did get emotional, but not for what you think. I got I got in line because it was only like twenty minutes, which I was like, mm, that's fair. That's what it would have been when it was Flix Flyers, and like the, at the most. Yeah, at the <laughs> most. So the whole you know the queue. It's kind of cute. They've got posters up in so there. So you which cried because you had to wait in line too long? Um, no, I, oh. <laughs> I, I cried because I got off and realized I just got off of Flix Flyers. It wasn't the exact same thing. There was nothing different about it. You, you would think that the setup and with the lights and all that would be... It would make it feel different. Make it feel different, but it felt exactly like Flix Flyers. <laughs> like, there was nothing different well, about it. It, it, it really re- is. They just added some accoutrements. You like that word? And then... Uh, <laughs> just set it up. And you had a gold star for that time, one. Yeah, let the ride time be... You're yeah, up to sixty minutes. Thank you. I I can say I, I can say one thing about it. The last thing I'm going to say about it, and I know you're going to ask me something, but is I think it would be better at night, only because everything's lit up. Oh, I agree with that. No, I wasn't going to ask you anything. I was just going to say that's all the review anybody needs. True. That, that's <laughs> that's that, exactly what it I is. Mean, if, if you rode Flix Flyers, you have I read mean, emotional whirlwind. Dan tried. Yeah, <laughs> he tried, but <laughs> it, it just didn't do nothing for him. So no, I, I mean, need to go on. Yeah. If it's five ten minutes and you've got five ten minutes to burn, okay. Once you pass that, don't bother. Well, let me just say this: uh, I don't know if I'm going to go on there because Miles has no interest in that. So probably not I just, going on. You know there. what? And it wasn't even. It's all just picture op for me. That, that's want... what it was. Right, it wasn't right. even my kids that were like, "Hey, let's get on." You know, after I was like, "Hey, you want to get on? The ride's not that long. Let's, let's check it out because we haven't get, gotten in this yet." And it's it's newish. They knew it was Flix Flyers too, and so they're like, "Yeah, okay, why not?" And then we're like, oh, "That was it. That was Flix Flyers." Yeah. I mean, the, the voices are there of the different characters, and I got a great shot of, um, what's his name? Anger? Of Anger, from because he's up at the top. The, oh. the decoration, uh, I can't think of a better word. I wanted to use a different word, but it didn't come out. <laughs> uh, the decoration of the whole thing is really what makes that ride. The ride is... The facade. The, yeah. <laughs> no, that's no. not what I was looking for. Ambiance. Yeah. 
Maybe. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of, but that works. The ambiance of the whole thing. Shui. Yeah, it's the feng shui of the whole thing was was spot on. I, I lost my emotions really quick. Oh. And then I got it back because it's a whirlwind. So anyway, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I didn't uh, partake in any uh, festivities. I was going off for the 64th. Just didn't have time to get over there or look at anything because, you know, doing the rides. Wow. <laughs> so it was like a regular trip to Disneyland. Basically. Okay. But more fun. Why? Because of the rides? Where people go. Huh? Because of the rides or is that what made it not maybe nah, potentially company. not fun? No, it's more <laughs> fun with, with who you are with. Uh, wait, wait. How many times have you been to Blacktap Anaheim now? This is my first time. We'll get okay. there later. All right. We'll get there oh. later. That's fat time. Yes. All right. Got you. But uh, other than the two uh, little cavalcades they had, I that's all they had, right? Just that and cupcake. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Well, they, they probably had some of those um, posters or the Instagram. Oh, the, 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 the little frames. There you go. Yeah, to take pictures with. Yeah. we did one. Oh, cute. Yeah, if you're looking at uh, YouTube right now, you'll see the one that we did over by uh, Jungle Cruise. Thank you, Tim, the tech. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> be confused <laughs> I did like clarify that yeah. no, you that have was, that to now you have to now yeah. because when I talk to Miles or, or, or Connor about Tim I have to ex- explain which one yeah. the tech no the tech that's why he's named the tech yes Tim okay. the tech 64 years of Disneyland and um, they gave cupcakes away I guess that I didn't know about all I saw was a line and I thought you had to buy it you guys are saying it was free that's news to me I had no idea that they were free Maybe it's one of those things. If you buy something, you get it for free. I don't know. Uh, Jolly Holiday is the only place I knew they had them. I don't know if there's any other places that had them. So I guess I missed the memo on the cupcake thing. But also on that day is the day the Tumblr came out for APs. Uh, $15 for the Tumblr. $0.99 cent refills. And um, I was going to get one. I was you know what? I'm going to get one. Why not? And You like drinks? I do like drinks. I like to part. Taking uh, getting a refreshment. You get a parched thro- throat yeah. as you're walking around, yes, especially with all these rides you've been doing. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and uh, have to make the trek from one ride to another. But, you need uh, to quench that long walk. It is long, is that sometimes? You need a cool, refreshing drink. <laughs> yes, I do. But uh, of course, I forgot to get one. And the reason I forgot is because, uh, like I said, I was at Jolly Holiday, but the line was long. And I'm like, you know what? And you can't, you couldn't uh, uh, mobile order it, so. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till the line goes down. And the line actually did go down. But that was the time when Victoria came. And then as soon as she left, and you forgot. I forgot. And then we were getting ready to go to Splash Mountain. Like I told you, we had a fast pass for that. So, yeah, I forgot to get my tumbler. But I'm sure they have enough. So, Well, I was at uh, California Adventure the next day. And, yeah, there were still um, a plenty. Uh, as were the the food buttons, the mobile order buttons. Oh right, you, you got yeah, one. yeah. Mm-hmm. We can, we, well, you want to talk about that now? It's not very long. Uh, sure. Before you, do you want to talk about the thing that Michael said? Oh yeah, I was going to bring that up actually. Uh, do Do you have any corroboration of that happening? The thing with uh, the cups that Michael said. The thing you sent me that Michael said about the cups. You got to refresh them. Okay. Uh, Michael said that a kid ran in, got a refill, and then ran out, and then oh, they chased him. Uh, they chased him, and then uh, they said that uh, that if you were getting the refills to get just get in a cup Regular instead cup. of getting in the tumbler. That I don't know. Okay, that's something I would have to go. What about? Out. I've heard mixed reviews about the cups too. Oh, Such as somebody is, was posting on some Facebook group, but you know how that goes. What um, are they complaining about? Leaking. Oh, leaking from where? 
leaking from the seal wasn't good enough. I don't know if that one was just messed up. What are up they doing? Or, Shaking oh, it of around? Course, and of course they were doing that for the little thing that they showed. But that, and the other complaint I've heard is that it's only like 16 ounces. Which, you know, normally aren't our AP buckets. They're usually, aren't they slightly smaller than the normal souvenir but buckets? But, oh. Uh, I should the same time as a question. regular round bucket. Well, round. no, I mean, because some of the souvenir buckets don't even hold the same as a thing of popcorn. Well, that's what I mean. Some so, of the, the uh, fancy just, ones that have hardly any space inside. We were there, and my brother was uh, interested I thought you were going to say somebody thought that they broke it, and I was like, well, don't sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I, I don't have an interest in one. I just I don't, uh, mainly because it's probably not machine washable, because Disney likes to do that, not make no. things machine washable, and I refuse to have cups in my house that are not machine washable. Um, cups in the laundry machine? Or the dishwasher. Which is oh, the, the dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I guess that is a washing machine. It is a court, yeah, some, some sort. Um, I, no, it's not going to happen. I don't want to hand wash it. He was thinking about it, and then ultimately decided, nah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'm going to end up using it. It does look tiny. Yeah, it it, uh, it does look kind of small. Sixteen ounces isn't really that bad. I mean, that's the same as a big. Regular, that's, isn't that a? Uh, uh, it's a little. It's bit, the same as like a Coke bottle, like a individual Coke bottle, like from Seven Eleven. Three gulps, then. I was going to say, aren't. A can of Coke is like ounce. twelve. Are there, are there's a twenty. Those are twenty ounces. What? A bottle of Coke is like twenty ounces, isn't yes. it? Yes. There's, so another, there's a the slightly smaller size you can get. That's the sixteen, though. Oh, okay, so it's like that shot of Coke too. The little water on the shot. A water bottle, <laughs> water bottle is sixteen ounces. Water bottles are yeah. also sixteen ounces. Okay. So I don't know. But the point is, though, if, if they're doing what Michael said, if they're just telling you to get a cup, you're actually going to end up with more soda. Right. 20, that would be the point of that because those are twenty. Okay, let's get clarification on that because I, I would do that. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, maybe uh, if I remember when I go to the parks next time, I'll uh, check on that, but I'm not sure. Or I might go tomorrow. Because so. all those fails, you buy one, and then when you go to get the refill, you could go up to the person and say, what's the procedure for getting the refill on this? Yeah. Just to get clarity. Right. Because rather than just going up there and just start filling it, I mean, you get yelled at or don't. Uh, or get chased. Act, or get chased. Make you run. Well, they know they weren't going to arrest him. That's obvious. <laughs> well, right. So, I mean, at least if you ask, then you'll have 100% clarity on what the, their procedure is. The button. Oh, you were talking about the button. button. That mobile order button. Yeah, the mobile order button. I just, uh, I was there last week sometime. Decided, um, looked at the restaurants. We ate at a different place because nothing that had the mobile order had that was the I, day you showed me you got the bruise button right yeah so i decided uh, oh my daughter actually was like hey dad can i can we get a pretzel and it sounded good a pretzel sounded good so i bought my son a churro and i asked hey i don't remember on pixar pier where i can get a pretzel she told me oh uh bayside bruise over here and i'm like ah <laughs> so i mobile ordered my pretzel and and drink Picked it up and was like, hey, are, are you guys still have the buttons or are those gone? She's like, no, oh, I just need to see your pass. So I showed her my pass. Basket of buttons. There you go. Was, was that she gave you a whole basket of buttons? I wish she gave me a basket of buttons. She gave me one out of the basket of buttons. Did she offer that. you the basket so that you could have picked more no, than one? No, she picked it up. But it was, it was fine. There was nothing Did you ask for a second, like just out of? No, because my brother got one. I only wanted the one. Mm. But it leads me to Not believe. Not everyone is like you, too. Yeah, it leads me to Not believe some of the other like places. Me. Some of the other places may still have them, so I think I might try that the next time I go. Because I, I also noticed I've been kind of looking at, you know, people when you walk by, you see buttons on them. Does anybody have one of the mobile order ones? And I didn't see any. So I just on a whim kind of asked. So I will do it again the next time I go. Although I'm pissed because I was going to get Lucky Fortune Cookery. Mm-hmm. I wanted some pot stickers. 
Huh. But they're you not. They're not on the mobile order. You could have ordered the drink. You can. You can just from the I, cookery, I, and then the beer and the the pretzel from over there. And the didn't think about it at the time because I just I wanted a pretzel and then I wanted something to drink. Yeah, it really wasn't in the mood to do all the walking. But yeah, you, you were right. It seems to be any kind of mobile order because all all they have at Bayside Brews is beer, pretzels, and fountain drinks. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. All right, so speaking of Fat Time, we had Fat Time in downtown Disney. So uh, earlier we are mentioning Tim the Tech, and Tim the Tech joined us, and uh, he bought us dinner over at Blacktop, which was really good. He invited uh, us to go with him, which was Miles and Connor and I, and oh my gosh, it was crazy. And um, you know what? My first experience there, and it was pretty good. I think uh, Tim's been there before, right, Tim? Oh, yeah, it's good. So I mean, as far as downtown Disney goes. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that Tim went over how the whole thing works, but I'm going to go over it one more time. You Basically, you're standing in line, and they give you a menu while you're waiting in line so you can go over it, and right away you're going to go in and order your food. That's what we did. We ordered the food, and then uh, they give you uh, your drink or whatever, cups and stuff like that. And then you move on over to wait to be seated. So it's not bad because, you know, while you're waiting to be seated, you know, at least your food might be starting to get made. Uh, the ambience in there was pretty good. The music in there was awesome. They were playing all these totally old 80s songs and, like, like stuff like uh, old dance music, you know, that I used to play when I was a DJ. So it was really cool. It was, like, really grooving in there. I liked the music. I ordered a cheeseburger, of course. It was okay because I'm not down for the thick patties. I'm not. I don't like those very much. So when I definitely don't. Yeah, when they're too thick, I'm just like, no, it's not for me. So I don't really finish those. I'll say that uh, I could see why you wouldn't like them because you like yours pretty well cooked. Yeah, right. right. Those right. are meant for people who like burgers like medium rare. or medium rare. They're meant for caveman people. Would you say that <laughs> Black Tap has thick patties or no? Yeah, they're too thick for me. Yeah. I mean, it was still all right. Yeah, they did cool. cook the burger good. I, I definitely see what you're saying about the thick patties. Yeah. Because I didn't finish it. No. Uh, Is that just because it's based on the color? No, no, no. I had nothing to do with how it was cooked. <laughs> if you like no, food. I didn't mean <laughs> a joke like that. I meant some people, when it's like slightly pink inside a burger, they just can't. They just can't. No, I, I, when, it, when, when it's too pink for me, I, I just put ketchup on it, and I don't see it. There you go. Master plate. So uh-huh. that's what I do. While we're in line, you know, of course, you look in the menu, and they have the big old shakes. You know, Tim said cakes on shakes. I was there looking at the menu, and I saw a couple of shakes. I was like, ooh, I want to try this. And then I said, hey, Connor, are you going to get one? He's like, yeah, I'm going to get a shake. I'm like, all right. So I'm still thinking. I'm like, you know what? I don't think I can get one. It's too much for me. I shouldn't be having it. So I'm like, I said, Connor, I'll have some of yours. He's like, all right. So he got the Bam Bam Shake, which is, has like fruity pebbles on top. Um, of course, the whipped cream and uh, big old, had a big old Laffy Taffy in there. So uh, he dug it. He thought it was really good. So I, I tried it. I took a sip of his. And I took some of the whipped cream with the cereal pieces on top. I thought it was really good. Um, the funny thing about it later is because after he had the burger and after he had the shake, he was like, oh. <laughs> so full. He was feeling it. And he says to me, I thought you were going to help me with the shake. <laughs> it didn't look like he needed any help when he was drinking it. So, um, Kid, you're, you're on your own. Yeah, he drank the, the whole thing. The shake part is good. It's the 
too much of other stuff that they add into that thing. Yeah, of course, they put the frosting around the rim, and then they put the more cereal pieces or whatever around it. He actually didn't eat that part, but um, I thought he did. You know, I mean, he, I thought he was okay. I didn't think he needed that much help. But the shake was pretty good. Uh, we also had uh, some mozzarella, uh, kind of like mozzarella sticks, but they weren't sticks. They were like more like a triangle. But they they had like, those there? Yeah. Oh. Those were really good. Were they hard inside? No. Okay, good. No. Because you know. I, That's when yeah. you send it back. Yeah. No, that the, the cheese was melted perfectly. The breading was really good. And they put, of course, like some um, Parmesan, uh, yeah, Parmesan and uh, parsley on top. It was really good. I, I dug those, but I couldn't really eat them all. I uh, Tim asked me, "Hey, did you do you want some of these?" I said, "Yeah, sure," but he didn't eat any. What was it? Huh? The, oh, the Parmesan thing. Oh, the the mozzarellas. I, w- I would have ate them all. Yeah, I would have ate them all. Yeah. For I him. mean, I can't eat all that. You know, I'm trying to. You know, be, I'd, I'd give it a, the college try. You're trying to be what? Trying not to, die. I'm trying to be good <laughs> yeah. with my, in, you know, my my diabetes, <coughs> but not to eat so much bread and, and and all that sweets and all that kind of stuff. <coughs> oh. So that's why I didn't order a shake. So I had two of them, and Tim didn't eat them all. I'm like, why didn't you eat these if you're the one that ordered them? I'm like, I don't know. But it was still, it was really, really good. There was only two of them? Who ate the rest? You weren't paying attention, Tim. I wasn't. So uh, the experience there was pretty good. I loved the music. And um, I would go there again. I would eat there again. You know, maybe I can find something else that they have. I, or I'll get the burger in. I don't care. Hey, hey, what was it you said had Fruity Pebbles? The, it was the Bam Bam Shake. Okay. So, wait. Did you ever get that picture I sent you? I don't know which one. It might have been when you were in Arizona. I sent him a picture of I was at BJ's, my wife's birthday. No, yeah, I didn't it was get on it. Disneyland's birthday. I sent him a picture of the, their newest pizuki. Oh yes, yes, you did. Yeah, Fruity yes. Pebbles. Yes, yes. What I'm telling yes. you, everybody's what got. Is it a sugar cookie? Uh, I don't remember what it was, I and mean, I don't know if I still have the picture. I have to look for it. But um, oh yeah, I would have it because I sent it to you. <laughs> um, no, I sent him a picture because remember how a few weeks ago I said, man, everything has Fruity Pebbles these days. That's so I sit there in pizuki, and all of a sudden I was like, what the heck, Fruity Pebbles pizuki? So, okay. I just thought it was funny. Fruity Pebbles is taking over yeah, the world, Yeah, I mean, after you sent me that, I was like, dang, I guess the Fruity Pebble, Pebbles are taking over the world, the culinary world or something. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah, uh, Bam Bam Shake, really good. They have an Oreo shake. that That's the one I really wanted to try. And it comes with a, like a, it looked like an Oreo, the Oreo ice cream mm-hmm. on top. So I think that's what it was. It looked good, but I didn't get that. But maybe next time uh, I will do a, like a big old walk around the resort, and then I'll go over there and have the Oreo and then do another walk, and maybe my sugar levels will be fine. Can you make a reservation there? No, no, there's no reservation. You just okay. walk up and uh, wait to be seated. So. Somebody else's birthday is coming. It might be something. Yeah, it wasn't. Yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that uh, well, much. When you think about it, everybody's is. It yeah. wasn't that uh, much of a wait, you know, because we got there, and I didn't know how it worked. What and day did you go? I went there on Wednesday. Oh, okay. That's probably why. And um, But, I mean, there was a line out there, but I got in line, and I was like, well, how does this work? So we're waiting for Tim to get there. He was still on the freeway. So I asked one of the workers there, um, how long is the wait? And she's oh, probably like 10 minutes. I said, oh, okay. Well, I go, I just need to know people are waiting for somebody. And they're not here yet, so I might as well just get out of line and wait till he got there since there wasn't really that many people waiting in line to get in. So, I mean, it was still packed. It was still full. It was a lot of... You know, you still had to wait for a table. What was it lunchtime kind of thing? Uh, probably around seven o'clock. Oh, that's dinner time. So yeah. yeah. Well, ten minute wait. That's that's not that's no, nothing. No, no. It takes longer to get into Oga's <laughs> exactly. when you have a reservation. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, Black Tap Downtown Disney. I uh, recommended, and maybe next time we'll, we'll go over to Splitsville. 
That'd be cool. I've been saying that for like two years. I know. Mm. Thank you to Tim the Tech for uh, dinner, for treating us to dinner. That was really nice of you. I feel left out now. You Somebody else paid for dinner. All I got to say is uh, I asked you if you were there and you weren't there. I, you know what? I was uh, trying. Like All I wanted to do was go to the park that day, and uh, I really wasn't feeling good. Well, I kept, I, kept, uh, I kept telling Elizabeth, like, can we try to go to the park like in a little bit? And then she'd say, sure, let me know when you want to go. And like, I just never was like at a place where I could get up. I just well, if you were there and hung out with us, you would have had dinner. Maybe would have got a cupcake. There you mm. go. Hey, so speaking of uh, downtown Disney, that uh, stupid, pointless pop-up Disney Mickey celebration thing, uh, apparently it's been extended through Labor Day. I didn't even know when it was supposed to. I thought it was, I thought it was going to Labor Day all this time. Uh, what was the original end date was supposed to be? I didn't. I don't know. See, so they probably just didn't have one, and now they're making it sound like they extended it, like it's some big thing. When did it open again? How long has it been oh, there? Crap. April. Uh, when did you do it? You did in like April, April something. And uh, maybe April. it was supposed to be like the end of June or something. I want to say that's. I don't know. I'd have to but... see when my pictures were, but yeah, the, it's so yeah. I guess it's being extended till Labor Day, along with uh, everything else that was extended. Labor Day's a uh, that was April 26th when I went, and that was basically the day it opened. Okay. So, I figure at least two to three months. So, they probably yeah, tacked uh, on like another month. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think half of these dates that they choose to, for things to end were probably uh, you know just arbitrary, anyways, and they planned on extending them. For, uh, you know, kind of like the whole thing with uh, Soren. Yeah. To make you know. it seem like it's a limited thing so you can yeah. get me there and spend money. But they knew the whole time they were probably going to uh, leave it the whole time. Limited now, time. September 2nd is the last day. So actually on Labor Day, I guess that is is the last day. Uh, well, like I said, I suspect that they probably months. never had, uh, they probably never had uh, an actual date. <laughs> so I don't know. Apparently they're giving out buttons. Oh, yeah. But that's not right. if you had a reservation like when you were yeah. diehard in the beginning. Then you don't get one. You can't go back for it. But now, if you go, you get a button. Speaking of Rumble in the Jungle, Rumble in Toontown. We got an update that uh, that brawl that happened in Toontown a few weeks ago. They're throwing the book at him. They are throwing the book at him, and uh, they got charged. One of them got, uh, f- uh, was it, nine felony charges? Nine against- felonies and seven misdemeanors. Against that one person. That's the, against the guy who was doing most of the swinging. Yeah, the guy in the red. The guy in the red, yeah. Well, so hold on. They charged him. They charged his sister, his sister, and girl. his brother-in-law. No, I, I thought it was his girlfriend. His sister is the big girl, and her husband, and her husband because brother-in-law. in the very beginning of the video, he punches the girlfriend of. That's it, the of, guy in the white. Yeah, that's the other yeah. guy that's okay. in the. I know green. you're talking about the guy in the white punches the brown, the beige shirt girl in the face. Like pretty early on, like that, kind that's of his girlfriend, re- right? Yeah, which okay. is which is this dude's girlfriend, Redshirt's girlfriend. She didn't get charged with anything. Yeah, that that, that's what I was asking. Bay's shirt didn't get charged. Yeah, surprisingly. Uh, basically, the uh, the the sister and the uh, brother-in-law uh, just got charged with. I think the brother-in-law got charged with one felony. Yeah, he was, and the, then he got off misdemeanors. Uh, she just has one misdemeanor, I think. Uh, I suspect that hers is going to get thrown out for sure, probably. Uh, The brother-in-laws will probably get, he might end up getting like time served or maybe six months or something like that. uh, Sister got about five misdemeanor charges. Oh, five. Which included uh, 
four counts of battery and one count of assault, according to the release right. there. Yeah, they're no, all they're, they're in strong uh, release, early release. Was there something, too, that said that he had tried to run over a cast member, too? That's what uh, I saw. Yeah, there's uh, apparently uh, part of the charges for the main guy, uh, Red Shirt. He uh, apparently not. Uh, he tried to do something. Oh, he tried to. He threw, did something on the way out. He was doing yeah. something on the way out while he was being escorted out. And then once he was at his car, he tried to run down a cast member. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, that's all, obviously, that would have been st- footage that would have been supplied by Disney itself. Uh, obviously, all the other charges would have stemmed from everything they learned from the, from the video, from the, the uh, viral video. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he got basically the book thrown on with all felony charges of uh, assault and battery and uh, child endangerment, yeah, and, uh, several that. charges of child endangerment, and uh, lots of stuff. Basically, he's going to end up... Uh, Probably, you know, I mean, he's not going to serve all the time he's supposed to. No, I mean, he's probably going to end up serving like three years, if that. But who cares? It's probably the last we'll ever hear of it. I just like that he said, I'm going to end up going to jail tonight. And we're going to do a little bit more time than oh, that. Oh, yeah. The void the on the video, I guess you could hear that yeah. on the video. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, nah, I did a little bit more time than that, man. But yeah. That, that, that shit about him almost running down a cast member is crazy. Yeah. I'm isn't like, that a, you're doing that? It could be some kind of ban or something. Well, I'm sure they're all banned. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you'd figure. You'd figure. Well, I don't think it goes that way. No, that would be racist. What would be racist? <laughs> I don't know. No? So, hey, Lion King came out, and uh, we all saw it. We did. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. So we're I gonna... even got Elizabeth to go see it, and she, well, she says she hates the Lion King, but, like, really, she had just never seen it. And now that she's seen the this one, she still says she didn't like it. <laughs> okay. I don't get it. All right. And you know what? I'm just going to go with my thoughts first. I thought it was funny. It was really funny. Timon and Puma were the bomb, of course, just like in the original. You can't go wrong with Seth Rogen. No. Although, real quick, just uh, I've seen a lot of people saying that he was uh, miscast. Who? Seth Rogen as Puma. And I'm like, miscast? Who are you? So go on. Uh, we're going to talk about Miss Cast later. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was funny. The shot-for-shot scenes, you know, the, 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 the script, the dialogue, that was good. I liked that. Some of the uh, different uh, lines, they had a lot of different lines in there, too, which was... Well, but a lot of the same ones. Yeah. It's something different, but the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was set differently, but try to, you know, keep to the original... I thought that was uh, that was done uh, good. Uh, I don't have any complaints about the movie. I wasn't going in there expecting this to be the best movie ever. You know, I was expecting it to live up to the Lion King. Oh, I was just gonna say. Can I just say that uh, I still think Aladdin was better, and that's a lot coming from me since uh, Lion King is my favorite modern Disney movie, animated movie. So, uh, but uh, I did like it. But I still there's something still about Aladdin that I liked a lot better. Which is what? I don't know. Just the feel Will of it. Smith. Uh, no, just <laughs> yeah. the overall feel of it. Just the, uh, it was unique. Maybe it was enough different where that's why I liked it better. I agree. Uh, Surprisingly. The whole Bollywood thing. That's I, what I was loved say. the whole Bollywood uh, thing about it, especially the ending was great. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just overall, I just think that uh, Aladdin was a different enough experience uh, just 
to me to just kind of edge out Lion King, and it's still probably my favorite of the uh, live action adaptations. So I saw it, and I'm <laughs> I laugh at the people online that are like, "What are your thoughts? No spoilers, Mom. no spoilers. You literally know how this movie ends." <laughs> so if you're hoping for that, no. But then it was pointed out, and I'm being a smartass. But it was pointed out to me, oh, but the differences in the movie. Yeah, that's fine. Guess what? There's I'm not, not going to give you a spoiler for review here because you probably have seen the there's original. Not, I would, guess what happens. I would say there's not one uh, change that would, that is really spoilery. Um, no. There is one. There's one. There's one. The we'll, funny one. We'll get to yes. it. Right? Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to say it, though. I'll say it. I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. Well, stop skip, listening skip right now for the next seconds. 30 seconds if you haven't seen The Lion King. If you're talking yet. about Timon and Pumbaa, okay, I could see that. Yes. But, I mean, it's not enough of a change to the story to no, be really it's, a spoiler. It's but I, mean, I, I could get how you wouldn't want to tell anybody that yeah. and let them be a surprise because it was funny. Yeah, it's a surprise. Yes. Ah, it's the best part. That was literally the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> well, I agree with you. It is longer than the original. Well, it needs it's, to be, it's, yeah. it's a solid two hours. Yeah. Or just about. And the original's what? Hour and a half, maybe? I think it's probably one of the ones that had to have the least uh, filler. Uh, you, the biggest filler is uh, the the uh, Nala leaving the yeah. Pride scene. Yeah. That's probably the biggest filler. Uh, and uh, it did kind of drag the story to a halt for me. But, uh, you know. I, mean, I, I didn't feel it was too long. What I did notice was... I feel it was gratuitous just to give Beyonce more lines. I'm going to say well, that okay, right now. Okay, actually, that fits into what I was going to say. Okay. Because I actually happened to look at my watch when Donald Glover became Simba. Okay. And it was an hour into the movie. Okay. So it was, it was half how far, the movie that he was. How far into the movie? How far, what time are we at when Matthew Broderick becomes Simba? It's, like less, it's about a half an hour. Is it a half hour? Yeah, it's real short because I, I watched the animated one uh, later that day. Well, and it's, it's nowhere near as long. No, well, whatever it is, it's not half well, the movie. Well, I, I can see the elephant graveyard is longer. Yes. Uh, there's a lot more uh, kind of just filler stuff. Yeah. Little, little uh, tiny stuff, though. Little, nothing that's... Uh, you know, some scenes go on a little bit longer. Yeah. So that's probably where you get that extra... Th- this one... See, I read something that said... I think it was Favreau that was saying they wanted to show more of him growing up. And that's why, when you think about it... Because I told you I looked at the time when Beyonce and Donald Glover take over. It's literally half the movie. Right. So just something just something I noticed. Uh, anything crazy. I just, I just happened to look at my watch when it happened. And I was like, man, this is... A bit, we're an hour into this movie. And he's finally becoming... Uh, you know, Donald Glover is taking over Simba, right. and I don't remember Matthew Broderick it being half the movie before he takes over. I don't think so. Uh, I do. I was very surprised that uh, Beyonce had way less lines than what I expected for them making such a big deal about her. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. No, it's not because it wasn't. <laughs> it didn't seem gratuitous because obviously, I mean, you expected them to just create whole. They did create a whole scene for her, basically. Right. But then it also gave. Uh, John Oliver extra lines because he had lines in that scene. So, and I thought he was fantastic as Zazu. I've seen people complain about him too. I thought he was great. He did great. Uh, he was perfect for the role. Uh, and uh, he got a little bit more to do. I am upset that Rafiki had a lot less to do. Yes. I agree. Yeah, he was barely uh, in the movie. But they were trying to make him more. Impactful? Rafiki like in the owl. animated version, he does a lot of non. Uh, he does a lot of more of uh, anthropomorphic stuff. Yeah, it's not than, a lot of lines. Then uh, is it any lines in the original? Yeah, I can't remember. He has lines. 
Uh, but I think what they're doing is a lot of the stuff that he does in the animated is a lot of like uh, a lot of body stuff and yeah, stuff yeah. that. Because uh, did you guys notice that when uh, he holds up uh, Simba and then at the end when he holds up the baby, uh, he's not standing. He's yeah, honest, I, I did notice that. Yeah, because it's more realistic. Yeah. Uh, so they did have to change Rafiki a lot, I think, because of realism, and he's the one that probably had to be changed the most. So that's why you don't have him a Sante San, a squash banana, and doing that stuff. And then you don't have that whole extra scene with him before he goes back to the Pride. So uh, I went to go see with Miles yesterday, and uh, Miles was really disappointed because his favorite part of Lion King is when. It's in the past. Yes, when Vicky <laughs> hits Zumba. Yeah. He goes, he didn't get hit. Uh, and uh, probably my biggest complaint would be that uh, the Beyonce song ruined that scene. I'm going to agree with that. Because uh, that's one of the best pieces of music that Hans Zimmer wrote for the whole entire movie, and they just and they just eliminated it and threw in uh, what is basically, as was pointed out to me, a religious song. Which, which is that the one she wrote songs? with um, Elton John too? I, I think yeah, I think it's co-written by gone? Elton John. Mm-hmm. Which song is gone? No song is gone. The piece oh. of music that. Uh, Hans Zimmer wrote for the for when he's running through the desert is gone, replaced with Beyonce's religious uh, spiritual. It's oh. called Spirit, I believe. Right? Yeah, it is called Spirit, and Re- it's it's co-written by Elton John. Oh, but it just it didn't it just seemed out of place. It didn't work at all there. That, that's uh, one of those things. Oh, we have a new uh, song. We have to put it in. Where do we put it in? Well, it's it's pretty standard fare to be like. Put out a movie. We got to have a new song for this. Well, I knew we knew that they Hopefully were they, that she had a song, well, of course. But we thought that they were going to create a whole scene around that song, like of her just singing. Yeah. You know, like a you know, like they could have had her sing a song during the scene when she's leaving the Pride, and it would have totally worked because it was her scene of her leaving, rather than have it shoehorned in when it's Simba's scene of him. Realizing his destiny and going back, but you have Nala singing, even right. though I know it's not really supposed to be Nala singing, it's supposed to be Beyonce. But yeah, you know, it just it it was the only probably my biggest complaint. I see a lot of people complaining about uh, can you feel the love tonight not taking place at night? <laughs> well, I mean, night is a uh, sort of dusk, yeah, yeah. I mean, night, uh, I mean, night is that's pedantics. Uh, I mean. Uh, it, it, Whoa, big words. Eight o'clock is night here, but it's light during the summer. So, I mean, you know, it could be eight o'clock and still be night, but still be light out. So, I mean, that's just, I see a lot of people come. Oh, then uh, everybody look left, everybody look right, and nobody's looking right or left. People are actually <laughs> I, literally complaining about that. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> people are actually complaining about that. Well, there was no spotlight either. <laughs> So, uh, well, if you keep in track at home, there's two for pedantic and two for ambiance. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, there's uh, there's a lot of being people being pedantic about uh, Lion King. Yeah, pedantic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Other than the uh, Beyonce song, I mean that. Other otherwise, I mean, I thought it was great. I so mean, the, it's getting mixed reviews though. The whole thing about the whole line, uh, emotion, emotions in the face thing, I can care yeah. less about that. They're they're animals. Well, you know that <laughs> that bothers me that people are like live action, live action. You can't have a live action movie with animals. It's photorealistic CGI. Never has John Favreau actually said it's live action. That's the media that used that and said it's right. a live action. It's not. It's photorealistic CGI. It's photorealistic CGI. I mean, the faces were a lot less expressive, but I also thought I mean, the only thing I didn't like, the one thing I didn't like, was I thought that the voice of young Simba was uh, 
he did a good job, but I thought that his voice was not as expressive as, Who? as Jonathan Taylor Thomas, uh, oh, young, young Simba. Simba. His I thought voices, he did. I thought he did fine, but he, fine, he probably wasn't. Yeah, no, I but mean, he didn't do great. Not so good. Like I mean, Jonathan Taylor Thomas's uh, young, performance was young Nala pretty was solid. probably better. Yeah, agreed. Young Nala was better than Young Simba. I mean, JT. What do they call him back in the day? They call him uh, JTT. JTT. Yeah, yeah right. JTT. Uh, his performance of Simba. I mean, you could really feel it when Dad. I mean, when Dad died, he was crushed. And in this time, it just kind of felt a little forced. Well, right. my my thing, like you see uh, what I'm saying? a lot of people are, you know, like I said, a lot of people are complaining about the uh, the lack of emotion, and I'm like, well, you know what? Uh, about seventy five percent of the emotion in uh, Lion King, the original, comes from Hans Zimmer. So, all right, uh, let me. Uh, we have a nice email here about Lion King. Okay, from Miles. So uh, here's his review. I don't have much to say about it. Overall, it was an okay movie that has a perfect balance of good and bad. The animation was stunning, but didn't hold up well in some places. Scar disappointed me. His actor wasn't very good at getting his emotions across and isn't very musically talented. The Lion King was mediocre for a Disney movie, and I give it an Uncle Scar out of Akuna Matata, 5 out of 10. Oh. Now, I... I, I don't agree about the Scar voice. I thought he was one of the better ones. I said before that I thought that I didn't think that uh, that uh, he was uh, necessarily. I thought that like somebody like uh, Idris Elba would have been better, right? But because uh, obviously he did really well as uh, as um, Shere Khan in uh, in Jungle Book. I mean, I think Idris Elba. Everybody can agree that Idris Elba would be better. Uh, like in a hundred roles, <laughs> we, well, we said last week he'd be the better Bond. What do we? I say? mean, he's Black Superman. He pretty much right. So, uh, I mean, I, but, uh, you know, it's callous. So <laughs> he was basically doing the callous voice from Rebels. So, uh, but I mean, I was fine with it. Uh, Scar just seemed like he, he didn't have, uh, be prepared was a little underwhelming for me, but that is one of my favorite scenes in the right. original. Yeah, so, it was a little underwhelming. Uh, uh, he was, he, he was doing a little bit of a, uh, Rex Harrison rather than actually singing like Jeremy Irons. Just talking. He was doing a little bit more of a Rex Harrison. So, uh, and then obviously they didn't have all the stuff and the, the hyenas were completely changed up. So it completely changed a lot of the dynamic. Well, that, that, cause uh, yeah, I'm not talking about it. I don't really care. You should see it. Uh, that was different because in the in the animated one they're they're funny. It's Whoopi Goldberg and it's uh, Cheech Marine, and then these aren't they're they're scary. And that's something else that I read. Right. Like like no, we're going to change this because hyenas. When you think about it, they're scary. They're scary. But then you do have Key and uh, Eric Andre uh, uh, with their uh, you know. Oh, don't good. get too close. To, <laughs> right, 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 you're, right. You're too close. You're yeah, too there close. was still there was some comedy relief. But there, uh, but, but yeah, part. no, Shinzi was frightening. Right. Yes. She's and uh, I mean, she didn't get much to do, but when she was on screen, she was very frightening, and that's why it did work for the end. Uh, it set up for the uh, there, there. I wish there had been more set up for the uh, the whole uh, Nala. Uh, oh yes, uh, Shinzi face off. Uh, but uh, they could have set up that better. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, the hyenas. The too close thing was literally the second best comedy bit in the whole movie. <laughs> that and the. Other thing that we're reminded me of the scene with uh, Idris Elba from uh, Friend and Dory, Gerald, Gerald. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, the whole uh, the whole uh, changing the hyenas up obviously made us lose a lot of great lines. We're gonna gotta have a wildebeest. We lost we lost our favorite line in the whole entire movie. 
we lost it uh but you know because of the changing of the dynamic of the hyenas but uh yeah you did lose a lot of that good uh one-liners from them uh and i think that changing the hyenas is obviously why be prepared ended up being a little bit different but uh yeah no i mean was it, if it's the same, people are going to complain. If you change it, people are going to complain. Yeah. Was it worth so, watching? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was. It was I good. mean, I'd probably go see it again. Yeah. Oh, I just want to tell a story real quick. Uh, we were sitting in the theater. The trailer started. I'm like, wow, all these all these <laughs> oh, trailers these trailers look familiar. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but then all of a sudden, a Jumanji trailer. I'm like, well, I haven't seen this before. This doesn't look f- familiar. But then they play the Lion King trailer. I'm like, and then at the end, it says, go see Lion King. I'm like. And I yell out, we're literally sitting here, and everybody starts laughing. And then uh, it goes into the, uh, the, the IMAX trailers, and they start playing what I remember is the same exact trailers from Spider-Man, right down to the fact that they play the Joker trailer. I'm like, okay, there's no way that they're playing the Joker trailer with Lion King. Right. This is Spider-Man. They didn't change it. It's the 7 o'clock showing on Thursday. It's the first showing of Lion King. They forgot to change it. Next thing you know... They do the the IMAX thing, you know, the the space and all that, and then Sony. I'm like, <laughs> and I just yelled out, called it, <laughs> and we got all the way up to, and I, we got all the way up to that before they finally cha- turned it off and they just put Lion King right on. We didn't even get the trailers <laughs> for Lion King, the the actual trailers, but they just put it right on. And I'm like. Well, that was interesting. So I got to see the first two minutes of Spider Man again. So they just changed the disc. <laughs> they, changed, they, they didn't. They, did, t- they faded over with a. There definitely mixer. wasn't a, a, much of a they lag in between them turning off Spider Man and turning on Lion King. It wasn't very. They had long. to be prepping. Somebody else before like, oh, my I don't God. know. Somebody dropped the ball. Ready. I'm just really mad that I didn't get to see the trailers that were supposed to be with Lion King. <laughs> hey, so uh, yeah, Comic Con. Hey, I went. Yeah, Dan went. Let's hear all yeah. about Dan's story before we actually get into what was there. Let's hear about Dan went to uh, something that I talked about last week. I did. I went to the Mickey on Vinyl panel put on by D23 on Saturday at 11 a.m. and moved 25 ABC. Uh, it was pretty cool, actually. I vividly remember having Mickey Mouse Disco on LP. For you kids, that's that black thing. Miles talking to you. <laughs> that big 12-inch black thing. Um, yeah, no, I vividly remember having that. As a matter of fact, I actually ordered it after I left. I was like, I need to get that record because I remember having that. I kind of <laughs> want it. So our record store day, uh, day release this year was the reissue. So did that. And so the, the panel it. included some people who uh, worked for uh, Disney at the time. Uh, the current voice of Mickey Mouse, his name at the moment escapes me, but he Which was one? he was the moderator, the one who does the shorts, I believe. Okay. Uh, he was the one that was not the moderator of the Chris Diamophilopoulos. Not that no, guy. It wasn't him. It was the other. Not Boom Mike guy. No. Um, so they went over like basically a quick how Mickey on vinyl even got started. So it really was a kind of a history lesson because it started off back in the like the 40s because they were talking about Mickey Mouse clubs. Lots of pictures. I'll send you some pictures so you can kind of see them. And I'll just send them to you so you can actually see them because I know you'd like them. Um, but it went through, and the lady that was there talking about this, who was kind of in charge of doing that, was saying that they actually made albums based on artwork. Somebody would come up with something, and the artwork, like the Mickey, what's the Mickey Splash one? You guys remember that one? Mickey Summer Splash or Mickey Splash, something. I'll show it to you later. And you would recognize the, the art from it, but that's what they did. People would you know, mock up these drawings, and they'd be like, that's really cool. Let's make an LP out of that. So then her job was to go in to find people who would record songs. Does that include Disco Duck, or is this after Disco Duck? 
Um, that one was after Disco Duck. Okay. But she showing that as part of the presentation. This is how oh, we okay. kind of did stuff and then went back. Okay, but we're all here <laughs> to talk about the Mickey Mouse Disco. So one of the guys that did uh, the Tweedledee and Tweedledum song on there, he's actually the guy that does that war song. War. <laughs> what? what is Crazy. He's the one that wrote those. What? He wrote those songs. That's funny. She'd actually go and find people. Who, and she'd, but she was like, I was surprised how many people we'd approach who were known songwriters for writing something famous and say, would you be interested in doing this for Disney? And a lot of them were like, yes, I would love to do that for Disney. So they did. So I can't remember everybody she was talking about. There was a certain different songs that she had mentioned that you were like, I know that song. Wow. They, they wrote that and they decided to come write for Disney too, which was really cool. We grew up in the era where LPs were a thing. I have some of them. I've actually bought some reissued and some that I found used from uh, my childhood. So I'm totally into that. Yeah, same here. About, I've got my little collection right over yeah, there. Yeah, it was about a 45-minute panel that went through. Cool. They talked about the roller disco party that they had for D23 members with Questlove, who's – Tim, you know who Questlove is? I know the name. Yeah, he's a famous DJ. So they had a party down there oh, uh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, a DJ yeah. for it, and they asked him, too – um, do you even know what this is? He's like, yeah, that was one of the first LPs I ever owned was this. So everybody was into it. They brought out Mickey and Minnie in their new disco attire. It kind of showed that off. Is it Edwin, Edwin Starr, that's your, your time, all right? With who? Edwin Starr? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I have his name on the thing. I have to look up a, the picture, but that actually does sound familiar. Yeah, I, I believe it is actually. That sounds familiar. So it was, it was pretty cool. We got a little uh, keychain-looking thing that is a disco ball as the giveaway. I want to say, are they going to do this panel at D23 as well? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I said it's, B, it's a D23 panel. Right. So it would be really dumb if they didn't have a D23 panel at D23 Expo. Right. Just logic, but, you know. So It is Disney, so who knows? Yeah, okay, so Disney, and I know we're going to get into the big Marvel stuff in a minute. Disney themselves, Disney proper, didn't have a huge presence at Comic-Con. They did not. And haven't in the last two two years. Um, because because of Expo. They can do their thing at, at Expo. The other thing that I checked out that is going to be at D23, which I talked to you about, was the evolution of the Stormtrooper exhibit. Yeah, we talked about last week that they were going to have the uh, Lucasfilm Pavilion and that they would have the uh, evolution of the Stormtrooper display. Uh, Dan got some cool pictures of it. Uh, they, uh, But yeah, he, you said that you heard that it's definitely going to be at D- D23 yeah, Expo. Yeah, I, I saw an email actually from Disney that said that that was going to be the case. The Lucasfilm Pavilion was, was interesting in the fact that it had that as the back end of the display with a big screen that kept showing the trailer um, for Rise of Skywalker. It kept showing uh, the scene with Darth Vader from Rogue One uh, where he gets on board the Tantive. Was well, the uh, Lucasfilm Pavilion set pretty much set up like the same one that they've always had at this San one Diego Comic Con? It was or? different to me. It seemed like a lot of smaller booths that were selling stuff because oh. it had Nixon watches was there, of course. you know how the Fort, Star Wars Pavilions of old were, you know, they were just a big, huge to yeah. do, you know, back in the day of real Star Wars Day on Friday. No, this was not that size. Okay. It was a lot of smaller things. I had my choice of uh, socks, watches her universe, a small section of uh, uh, books that they had uh, back there. I'm anticipating... It was, was it good-sized? Yes, it was. Was it what it was in years past? Absolutely not. So I've, well, been, going, I've you- been going to Comic-Con since about 1999, 2000. I went till about 2005, and then I took a break as it, when it got really big. Uh, they handled themselves better now. That was the time I was going. Yeah. It was 2005. Now, now, let me... Right. So 
I expect a lot more to happen at D23, inclu- now, uh, including more Marvel. You, I know we're going to get to it. You got a lot of Marvel news. I expect bigger stuff to happen at a D23. Uh, the, so back to the pavilion real quick. I just think that pro- most likely the pavilion you saw at uh, Comic-Con will be the same exact pavilion at D23. Uh, there's no reason to suspect it would be any different. No. The, D- Disney really... Uh, especially up. since you'd say that they're definitely going to have the uh, evolution of the Stormtrooper right, display. Right. Yeah. Which was cool. Which was very cool. A lot of people were, were there, you know, checking it out. I mean, obviously, I did. It looked really cool. Yeah, most people are most likely checking out the uh, the uh, the new Red Stormtrooper. And there's no information about it. All it says on the little thing is, I don't know if you can tell in the picture, but every picture had a little panel by it that said, this is what this Stormtrooper is, the, the Scout Trooper that you and I were talking about, uh, the ones from Scarif, maybe on loan from the Mandalorian, right. you had kind of heard. Uh, it just said, this is kind of where this one was designed. Its job was to do on Scarif, blah, 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 blah. The red one, all it actually said was, we'll make first appearance in the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I actually heard that on uh, Thursday or Friday, whenever it was first unveiled, it did have a description. Oh, really? And then they took it off. Oh, wow. Okay, so let me explain something about, about I, the, Comic-Con. When, when, go ahead. Ask no, me. go ahead. I was just going to say that I don't know, remember. What, I don't know what it said, but I just know that it did have a description on it when it was first unveiled. But then I think they realized that wasn't supposed to be there, and they switched it out. Okay, so um, have you been to Comic-Con? You've been to Comic-Con, you said. Yeah. Okay. You ever been to Comic Con? No. Tim? Okay. So when was the last time we went to Comic Con, Tim? Uh, it's been a while? Ten years at least. Okay, so a lot has changed since. Okay. So let's do some real quick comparisons, Comic Con D twenty three. Okay. Okay. So this is what you got. Okay. Comic Con. Everybody a lot of people ask because they see a lot of stuff on the news. Con did you hear this? Did you hear this? No, you don't. Comic Con has a hundred thousand people that end up yeah. going. Okay. There is no way you hear everything. I read what we're gonna talk about the same as you. I read it online because to get into those panels is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You now vote, you had to spend your whole day or night. Or okay, so l- that's what I want to get to. So let me tell you my experience with, with uh, uh, panels, and then the way Comic Con handles it versus the way D twenty three handles it. That's kind of what I want to bring up, and we'll, we'll try to keep it kind of short. So I went to the Making of Vinyl panel. I got into San Diego about nine fifteen. I parked in Hotel Circle. I took the trolley in to the convention center. It's the easiest way to do it. Okay, parking was like 10 bucks. The train is 5 All day pass. Actually, I paid 9 for all weekend. Did that. Not a problem. Figured out. Got my stuff because I had to pick up my badge on site because I'm stupid and, and didn't verify <laughs> my address. You're stupid. Months ahead of time. So I had to go pick up my badge. Time I did that, the panel was at noon. It was about 10.30 by the time I got everything done and figured out what I was going to do. I told my brother, my friend who went with me, I'm going to go check out that line. Good thing I did. There was already a small line for it. Are we going to make this panel? Mm, depends how big the room is. Ended up not being a problem for that panel. Later, for a trip out on this, Spider-Man Far From Home panel, the science of Spider-Man, led by that guy that does science on the Nerdist, that line, they went to go line up for it. I was doing something. I was getting something signed for my daughter. At 12 o'clock for a 2 o'clock panel, the line was down the hall, three rows down a different hallway, outside, down the steps. That's how long that line was for that panel. Yeah, I'm just, uh, people that haven't been to Comic-Con in a long time or people that have just been to like WonderCon or D23 or Star Wars Celebration, they have really have no idea the scope of what Comic-Con has become. No. Because uh, you know, people are talking about it all the time. Oh well, how come Comic Con doesn't do the uh, start doing the uh, the lottery thing that uh, they're that you know Disney is starting to do with their cons? It would never work. 
Well, I think I the think I think the line, the outside line, is so entrenched now that as an idea, I don't think they would ever even attempt it. And I think it would be such a huge cluster f if they did, because I'm going to tell you why. Oh, I'll tell you because there different. was there were stories out of the line from the night before the Marvel panel of people cutting, of all kinds of I hectic heard that. shit going on outside. I, I did hear that uh, people that had been in line for uh, for 19 hours were. Uh, having to fight off people trying to cut in line uh, for the whole time, and uh, I, I just, I just heard that you know it was such a huge, big deal that I mean, can you imagine if they tried to do a lottery? People would lose their minds. There's so many people that go to Comic Con, and I'll tell you what. Also, is that now there's so many laymen that go to Comic Con that try to get into Comic Con. People that don't know how things work. I think that would completely break down as opposed to like D twenty three or uh, Star Wars celebration where you those people know what they're doing. Have, have tell some me sli- last last time what? for Comic Con you went and there was you had like pre registered for something. Yeah, I pre registered for some exclusives, okay. which, which is what they're doing. So that's what I, I have some points I'm going to yeah, bring up. That's that, also a lottery that are, are different from what what you think. Oh, we can talk about that actually. So I did sign up to try to get some exclusives just on a whim, nothing that I wanted. Um, Stuff but you, thought you could get no, not even that because I don't have an interest in that. I don't have an interest in number one. I'd have to figure out what would sell, and I don't have an interest because it's stuff that I don't have an interest in. Right? Does that make sense? Like if I don't have an interest in it, I don't know that it would sell, so I really don't care. I'm kind of wasting my time. But I signed up for some exclusives that my brother or my friend might have been into, and it turns out that I got a time for Sunday because I was there Saturday and Sunday, and there was some stuff that they wanted. Oh, yeah, well, if you can get that, I'd, I would buy that. Okay, so I can just go online and get it. Okay, so they, that particular place had two places. One that was servicing the people that had the pre-thing like I did, and then they had a different booth. So I was just walking by the different booth, and they had a, you know signs with the exclusives on it. And I'm like, hey, man, how does that work? Because I have a time tomorrow. And the guy literally told me, depends what you want. This is how it works, brother, but it depends what you want. Some of the stuff we actually have right here right now. I said, you do? Yeah. So it's overstock from what the other one, so we just have it right here. What there's were you no looking line. For? Yeah, there's no line. I, I'm literally talking to that guy. I talked to him for like 10 minutes. And I said, well, my friend here would like to get the, the Kirby's for, for his boys, you know, the, the plush Kirby. Yeah, I got him. Can I see how big it is? Yeah, sure, here. But there's people that probably stood in line for two hours to get that shit. Yeah. And you just walked up. I just walked right up. And my my brother wanted a set of... That's Comic-Con to a T. My my brother wanted a set of pens that look like the ones from Harry Harry Potter. Oh, he was interested in getting that. I got that, too. There, you want to see it? Yeah. Are they charging you extra for them? Nope. Nothing. So... It was what they were selling anyway. And I asked him, like, how do you have it here? And he's like, it's just overstock from what they got over there. So, So we have it here. So that's it. We'd sell it to anybody. Now, the thing is, is, if you have UCC distributing. Oh. So if you have a time, you're guaranteed to get one. Yeah. But they just had... They didn't book their times up. They didn't book their times, or they just had more than they were moving. So it's like, we'll just put some over there until we need them over here. So he didn't have a whole bunch of them, but he's like, yeah, I got that. So he he literally had a couple of them. he had enough for the people that would ask, but not... I'm sure. Because I would have been guaranteed one if I got in line the next day, and I never bothered to get in line. Well, uh, that, that's Comic-Con. And the RFD, RFID technology exists because every time you go in, at Comic, in or out to Comic-Con, you have to scan your badge. Right. It's there. So why couldn't you do some kind of lottery like that? They did implement this year, which is new, wristbands. So they I call it a, a, two ca- a two-can wristband. Yeah. If And how long has it taken them if, to get to that? If at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, like Friday night for Saturday panels, you can get one at Friday night and you're guaranteed to be in the front Saturday panels if you're there before 7.30 a.m. But the problem is that And people... I saw plenty of people with them because I talked to a girl for the Supernatural panel, panel who lined up at 9 a.m. the day before. Yeah, obviously, though, the problem with that is, is that uh, you, you get people that they don't hand out the wristbands until later. So there's plenty of time in between for people to have cut, and that's what happens. Of course, but it doesn't even need to be a, a wristband anymore. It can totally be because you can't do anything at Comic-Con without your badge. And everybody scans your badge now to send you stuff when you walk by. So, hey, you want a free comic? Yeah, here's a free comic. Hey, let me scan your badge. It's a marketing thing. Why couldn't you do that? If everything has to be badge scanned, why couldn't you register your badge on the Comic-Con app and say, okay, what panels do you want to get into? Boom, you got it. Why they couldn't could. you do that? You, tot- could. you totally could. They just need somebody it, to and it, it could even be. It, it could out. even be like, okay, we're doing this. You get you and three guests or what, however many, how many guests are you registering for? This many. Myself and two other ones. You all got to have a badge. Why couldn't it be done? That's the next it step. It can be done. I, I think it can but I think the biggest thing they do wrong... The, it's the amount of people. It is the amount of people, but it's taken this long to it's get the, like, to wristbands. But if everything's moving that way, why couldn't you try it with some of the smaller stuff I think and then what, say, let's see, we can move it to Hall H. I would think what uh, Comic-Con's probably going to do is they're probably keeping their eye on what Disney is doing with D23, <laughs> what Disney is doing with Com- uh, with Celebration. They're probably monitoring the, that closely of how the uh, the lottery systems work for panels and stuff with those uh so far the lot of the lot of the panel lottery system for the panel it didn't go so great at, at celebration this last year uh, in chicago well, a lot it, of it was kind of a it was kind of a hit or miss so you can't really uh now that they're going to be looking at uh, how things go at d23 show pass had its problems the the first time they utilized that too the second time around it went a lot smoother Here's a big thing that D because it kind of leads to your point. Here's a big thing that D twenty three does that Comic Con doesn't do. They clear rooms. Well, yeah. Comic Con does not clear rooms. So if you it's, get into Hall H the first thing in the morning because you waited twenty four hours to do that, you, you can stay there all day. Because day. they don't want to waste their time with that. They feel like that they don't have the time to do that because they're they have such a tight schedule. But everybody ends their panels early anyway. Whatever it's scheduled for, you don't wait that time because it takes you so long to fill a room. Because most of the smaller ones, those rooms do empty. Like the one that I saw, I well, went mean, into the just Spider-Man just Kevin one. Smith a couple years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm referencing. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Everybody took off. But, yeah, it, it's time to start thinking about you know, It's just a matter of do they, do, care, do they care about paying for security guards to clear a room? Or do they care about their fans? Like, it's such a small cost to have guys clear a room that to not do it well, is... Yeah, but if you cared about your fans, you'd give more fans the option to see what they wanted to see. Well, we're, because we're, I don't have the time. I don't have agreed. it. Agreed. I do not have the time to sit there for 24 hours in line. But I'm just as big a fan of Supernatural as that girl who has the time to sit there at 9 a.m. the next day. Maybe that's because the only I'm, thing because she cares I'm, about. I'm, over, I'm 42 years old, and I've got two kids. That mean, That's less to me? No, it doesn't. I've been watching Supernatural since it started. She didn't. Right. can guarantee you she was young enough that she didn't. I've been a fan longer. I can promise you that. It just doesn't. It isn't fair. Well, yeah, to me. but she might be there only for that. So it's like well, the she only had to thing be there she only cares for about. Because, but you're a fan of so many things. And it's also okay. She's talking about uh, money that's expendable. She's talking about expendable money because whatever she paid for her Comic Con pass, she wasted that amount of money that day to sit there in a line. 
yeah. which was almost $100 for that day. At least. If you bought that ticket for that one day, it was almost $100 that you spent to sit there. I would rather walk around the show floor a little bit and, and do all that and know, okay, man, I can get into this panel because I got in. No one goes to Comic-Con alone. Right. You go with you know a few people. Why couldn't it be, hey, man, did you get it? Okay, cool, man. We can go check out this panel. So we can go be right here, and then we just got to check in at this time. I went one year alone. I, I mean, I would too. Only because my friend's dad died, and he had to cancel. But you know, but you know it's, it's a rare thing that anybody actually right. does go alone. Most uh, people go with at least I'm just going to say that I think it's a thing of the future. Oh, yeah. I think they want to watch and see how the other cons that are doing it go. Like I said, Celebration Chicago wasn't exactly a vote of confidence in the lottery system. By the time of uh, Celebration Anaheim next year, because uh, I think we're probably still at least two or three years off from uh, Comic-Con attempting to do any kind of lottery on the panels, they may start slow with like uh, Ballroom 20 I, I can and tell smaller you. ones, but Hall H, we're at least three years away from oh, them doing course. it for Hall H. Now, for the, one, the Spider-Man one, I was in room 7AB. Yeah, see those kind of rooms. Yeah, yeah, are it, easy. It, it was a mess. No, it was a mess. That was the one that was no, the no. no. If mess. they were doing lottery, well, yeah, if you could, it would it would be better. And I can right. tell you this: the staff were worried. You could <laughs> tell they had no idea what to do because so many people showed up for what I actually consider to be a little bit of a lackluster panel. At the end of the day, which one was it? It was Science of Spider Man. My brother wanted to do it because he's a sciencey nerd this like that. Is this year? Yeah, it was just something he wanted to check out because it was like hey, that sounds kind of cool. Blah blah blah. I mean, I waited almost two hours for that panel, and you could tell they did not know what, what, what to do. What, e- either so either Comic Con employees, and they had to even get um, staff pro, you know, involved to deal with all the people in line because it was just like they kept coming, but they just kept coming. It was like, where are these people even, you know, coming from? This is see, that's ridiculous. a whole another Oprah on uh, Comic Con is just you know they're they uh, they're really. You know, you would think after 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> you would think after oh, 50 years. That, that too, the, that, the uh, merchandise. Gone. You would think after 50, 50 years year that they would uh, have, you know, things a little bit more. Yeah. But, the, you know, 50 years later, you still have people cutting in lines. You still have these kind of issues. Uh, you know, it's just, I think about, you know, it's, uh, you know, Comic Con, they just recently expanded, extended their uh, contract with uh, the convention center through 2024, right? Yeah, something like that. Was so, it like last year or something? Uh, no, it was just a few months, a couple oh, months okay. ago. I do remember seeing something. Uh, like that. And uh, so, I mean, they're obviously locked in there for a while. Uh, they need to obviously, you know, they need to reorganize and look at some of their procedures because, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where they just don't care. People are going to come. It's like Disneyland. Why change anything? People are going to come anyways. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's going to. Like, why should we care about how uh, the integrity of our security if people are going to show up no matter what? The badge thing is nice. You do see more stations up in the sail pavilion that handle different kinds of things. I say all this, you know, doing this, but in reality, am I going to go next year? Probably. I'll probably go all four days and even get a hotel because there is plenty of stuff to see. Other than what we've been talking about, I mean, I did go and you know Disney released those new comics through Dark Horse. Um, the, Why would they? Re- I was going to wonder about that. Why would they release those through Dark Horse? It's I don't pretty know. That's kind of weird. It's good, but they they have they have a licensing through Dark Horse and through IDW. Why wouldn't they just release them through Marvel? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but uh, that's not even what I was going to talk about. I did think about that yeah. when I got this. But the the author of the Snow White comic was actually there, so I was able to pick up the first two issues and have her sign, sign it. Yeah, Tokyo Pop released a, a Zero's Journey kind of a backstory from the Nightmare Before Christmas. I was able to pick up. That and have the author sign it. So I mean, there's cool stuff you get to do. It's that, more of the, uh, yeah. the the kid stuff that they're putting onto the other uh, imprints because, uh, like uh, with uh, 
IDW is where the uh, Star Wars Adventures comic is, right. which yeah. is geared That's towards kids. That's what it was because there was an exclusive. Uh, so it's more it's more of the uh, comics that are the the uh, comics that are geared towards kids that are the ones that are being put onto the other imprints mm-hmm. like IDW. And At Dark least with Horse. the dealers, exclusives are not actually impossible to get because I have a friend who has a kid who's into Power Rangers, and he wanted one of the exclusives from um, I, think, I think Hasbro has the rights for it. So I actually asked him about it, and he said, "Yeah, if you can, you know, find it, I appreciate you looking." The amount of yeah, things I, I did—I was able to get it, and I only spent about fifteen minutes. The away. amount of things that I would have said to you that about—you would have had a list, and I didn't want to waste your time. So, because <laughs> there's so many things I would have been like, I should ask Dan to see if he can get you this. You know what? Though me, that stuff's only sold there, and I'm sure that if you took two hours of your day to go collect a bunch of it, you could probably make a ton of money selling oh, it. Oh, my friend did. He he had, he got into a lottery for something. Uh, the Funko gold, lottery golden, is the, is golden the best. goddess statues that were that he bought for, I think, one hundred and twenty bucks. We're going for like four hundred online. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to ask the Funko lottery about, is definitely the one to get into. Yes, if you guys are talking about the renewing the lease at at the San Diego Convention Center, is there a facility in Southern California that? Can handle more people? No, there's that not. place can't even handle. No, they it. Well, can't that's why handle. I'm yeah. asking. I mean, isn't the L.A. Convention Center more than 100k? Like uh, the, no, the that's L.A. Nowhere, Auto Show. That's nowhere no? near the size of San Diego. That would be a terrible location to have Comic Con. That would. I mean, I agree, but down L.A. L.A. downtown L.A. would be effed if you put Comic Con there. Uh, I mean, and it's not nearly as beautiful as the area down. Well, San Diego at. plays into it because after that, I'd never actually done a, any of the stuff outside. We actually walked through Gaslamp on the Sunday, and we're amazed by how many people were just there to check it out. Yeah. There's just as many people in cosplay as outside as there is it's inside. inside. If it ever does yeah. leave San Diego, it'll most likely come to Anaheim. That yeah. would be the only other option, or Vegas. So Vegas Mar- Marvel probably has a facility that's Vegas bigger, does ha- but... has a huge convention center that is uh, top five or seven in the United States. I mean, that would be the only reason for them to move that con. Is to it's, have more people. I think the only reason why they, well, I don't know Vegas because Vegas has uh, the Trek. The Trek Con is there every uh, beginning of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be probably the only thing that they would have any kind of conflict with. But I don't think it would matter to them. I've always wanted to go to a Star Trek convention. You know who released a lot of info? Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, well, none I mean, of which I heard because Mar- I wasn't in Hall H at all. I wasn't well, there yet. Marvel released <laughs> Sorry, a ton buddy. of info that we talked about months ago on this podcast. Where were you at? <laughs> Anyways, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say real quick, we were talking about it being the 50th. Uh, I think it was an appropriate year because uh, there was quite a few uh, last ever panels for long-running shows. Supernatural. Uh, Supernatural uh, had their last ever panel. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had Game their last ever panel. Game of Thrones had their last ever panel. Uh, there was one other one that I forget who it was. Ne- I forget who it is now. Uh, probably the last. Uh, I mean, it's a shorter show, but the la- probably the last uh, good place panel. The last one, one for Walking Dead for Denai. What's her name? From Wakanda. Sure. Supposedly. Yeah. No, um, she, she's leaving the show. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, same like Rick Grimes left the show. Like, uh, well, we don't know what's happening. A movie. <laughs> so. Uh, before uh, we talk about the Marvel stuff, which uh, obviously uh, won Saturday, uh, let's talk about what won Friday, and that was DuckTales. Woo! Oh, yeah. And uh, boy, we got way... Just like with Marvel, we got way more than we ever expected uh, out of the DuckTales panel. Uh, I, we're, I think just a uh, good place to start is with this. Disney theme song? <laughs> 
Much better. Now the world will know that Flintar Glomgold makes the superior opening theme song. I even sprang for a famous singer. Take it away, DJ Davdog! Huh? What do you mean you don't sing? Ah, fine, I'll do it myself. Life is like an evil scheme here on Glomtails. Sharks and bombs and Scrooge's screams. It's canny Glomfail. Can he top my grand plan to beat that Scotsman? Glomtails. Technically, I'm Scottish as well. Glomtails. Uh, Scrooge ding, Scrooge ding, Scrooge ding, Scrooge ding. Glomtails. What's next? Oh, yeah. CCCG, it's so fancy. Once Scrooge sees this, there's no chancey. Can he compete with the glory of Glomtails? Bravest, strongest, and most modest Glomtails. Okay, we ran out of budget, but kids 6 to 10 will love it. Glomtails! Who are you? My partners and I represent McDuck Enterprises. You've racked up at least three dozen counts of copyright infringement. What? <laughs> I paid you to sing, not chortle at my legal wars! Curse you, DJ Duck! Curse you, copyright law! Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, we uh, brought you a uh, theme song takeover by uh, Launchpad. Well, I think Glumgold just took it to another level. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. I still like the Doofum Schmertz one. But, uh... Yeah, so DuckTales, we, uh, besides that little gem there, which is how they started the panel with that, uh, we got uh, basically, yeah, we're getting the whole entire Disney afternoon. I mean, I don't know what else there is really to say. Right. Uh, they basically announced that uh, and showed artwork for, uh, hold on, I'm going to name off all the characters that, uh, I'm just going to start, the freaking Wuzzles, you didn't see that? The yeah, Wuzzles? They're on the poster. We're oh, getting, I'm going to kill for that poster. That was a nice looking poster. We're getting a, uh, a D23, actually. I don't know if you saw the just the entertainment exclusive one with the big entertainment exclusive stamp up in the right corner. No, I don't think so. Uh, D23 uh, reposted the poster without the Entertainment Weekly stamp, so mm. uh, it looks better. Uh, we got, uh, yeah, the Wuzzles. Uh, those of you that don't remember the Wuzzles, uh, they predate... Uh, Gummy Bears uh, as a Disney TV show. Uh, they were like 1985, which was uh, about a year or two before the uh, Gummy Bears. They're, they weren't even technically the Disney Afternoon yet. Uh, so I think they were even done before the Disney Afternoon officially started with uh, Gummy Bears. Uh, we have had a... <clears throat> excuse me. We have had a Gummy Bears reference on a previous episode, uh, but uh, not actual gummy bears, but we don't know if we're going to get those yet. But, uh, yeah, so the Wuzzles, uh, this was uh, on the poster. That's a Wuzzle. It is a reimagined version of the uh, the bear with mm. the butterfly wings. Uh, yeah, so uh, the, starting with the Wuzzles, uh, we got uh, Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, along with everybody that goes with them. We got a grown-up, Kit and Molly, for Tailspin. Uh, we got uh, Kit is wearing Baloo's jacket, basically. Ooh. Uh, but he's How you wearing... feel about that, Diggs? Um, I don't know yet. <laughs> I told him. I'm like, well, that just means that Blue has uh, retired. He's gone gray. He passed the jacket down. Right. He's gone, he's gone grayer. 
<laughs> <laughs> and he's passed the jacket down to Kit, and Kit is now uh, flying the uh, what's the what was the ship called? A sea deck. Yes, uh, he's now flying the uh, the the plane uh, along with the grown up Molly, who apparently is a big fan of uh, of uh, Evil Knievel or Super Dave. <laughs> and uh, we also got uh, Gadget Chip or Gadget uh, and Monterey Jack. Uh, along with Chippendale for Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Uh, we got our first shot of uh, Goslin Mallard from Darkwing. A new reimagining of her. Uh, we had obviously already seen Don Carnage previously, so uh, that's not really a new one. Uh, the uh, We also got a new version of the Genie from the, uh, from the lamp. Tales of the Lost Lamp. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know how he's going to get introduced. Uh, we already kind of had a story that was kind of... Uh, uh, version of the uh, Lost Lamp story, but it'll be interesting how they reintroduce him. I like that guy. Uh, we also got a uh, Bubba Duck <laughs> uh, with his uh, Triceratops. Oh, yeah. Goofy. Came, yeah, get back to me. Goofy. Yeah. We got Goofy. We got Goofy? Goofy is coming to the, uh, presumably it would be, uh, hopefully it'll be Bill Farmer doing the voice. It should be. There's no reason not to, for it not to be. Uh, and then the other big one is uh, we got a uh, classic-looking, very classy-looking uh, Daisy Duck coming to uh, DuckTales. So, uh, was there anybody I was missing there? I don't think so. I got the Wuzzles, man, the Wuzzles. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. I wasn't born. <laughs> the, uh, I don't even really remember watching those. but uh, I don't remember that at all. I remember the name. I don't remember them. Right. Uh, we got a trailer for what's going to go on the rest of the season. Uh, all, besides all those characters, uh, the, uh, the, the main runner of the show, uh, Frank Angonis, and he said that he's not even done yet. That's not even it. So, no? Uh, he says that's not even all the characters that they're announcing. So uh, uh, as, you were, as you were commenting about Marvel, uh, which we'll get to, obviously, uh, D23, obviously, still coming up, the actual Disney Con. Uh, so you have to expect that we'll probably get more, uh, uh, especially with DuckTales, we'll be premiering in September. Uh, which will only be a, co- a few weeks out from uh, D23. Maybe we'll get more information then about uh, more characters coming to uh, basically what people are calling the uh, Disney Afternooniverse. Behold, the most dangerous threat we've ever faced. The brother of the traitor, Della Duck. What did he say? He said... Death to the moon! Here in Duckburg, life is like a hurricane. Treasure! Adventure! Historical accuracy! Someone stole my time job and destroyed time and space! Look what the cat dragged in. Meow. Everyone pat my head. I'm not looking for a henchman. I'm looking for a family. I'm in. I've never hunted the most dangerous piñata. Man. I will make the world tremble at my slightest scowl. What did you do with Lima? Can I also sing? Uh, as well. No. But I can destroy Dewey Duck? Yes. <laughs> Daddy's home. 
We need to call for help. I am the black hole. I am the supernova. Can you slow down, please? Hi, I'm Gizmo Duck. When there's trouble, you call me. What's your name? Lars is bringing an army to destroy Earth. We may be a ragtag gang of underdogs, but we'll survive like we always do. Because we're smarter, we're tougher, we're sharper. Follow my lead, and we'll win this battle square! I believe the words you're looking for are all three. Yeah. You got all kinds of things going on there. You got uh, Louie as a cat. <laughs> you got uh, Launchpad as a giant whale. Uh, so there's obviously some tail. magic going on there. Uh, you got Bubba and time travel. Uh, you got uh, the moon 50 years later, apparently. <laughs> They want to attack us now. Oh. Uh, no, if you've seen uh, the episodes up until now, you would understand what's going on with the moon. But if you haven't, then you need to get caught up. Yep. That's all I got to say, because uh, spoilers about the moon. I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, Darkwing Duck, obviously, if you haven't seen that episode, uh, spoilers, not going to say anything about that. The uh, Yeah, so it's going to be great. Uh, we're basically getting all these stuff going on. Uh, Glumgold's bringing together a super villain team. Scrooge is going to bring together his team, and we got DuckTales Endgame. (laughs) (laughs) And Magicka's coming back. Magicka disappeared. She's probably the one who turns Louie into a cat and uh, Launchpad into a whale. Spoilers. uh, We'll see. So, uh, yeah, DuckTales. Lots more to come about that, definitely. Marvel sure knows how to drop the mic. When it comes to, uh, I mean, just w- before we even go through all of the announcements for Marvel, I mean, just your initial thoughts on everything they announced, uh, the diversity, the, uh, the, cha- the, ch- the chances they're obviously taking with certain characters, uh, you know, and just the, 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 the places that they seem to, to be going. What do you think just off the top of knowing everything that they announced? They're in a place they can do no wrong. They, they can do no wrong because they... They look at what's going on in society, and they they play to that, and they play to that well. Because I know what you're getting to, and I know, you know, there's now the Captain Marvel. Like, where does she kind of fit into this? And I did read something that the writers said about that that was just like, no, no, no. We just decided this one to tell a story and not have any kind of romance. But I know things have been suggested because of the way she acted with her best friend in the movie. So it's just all they can do just no wrong right now. It's it's amazing. I don't even know. Well, I mean, her best friend is going to be 007. So, I mean, yeah. he's going to be busy. Yeah. And I don't see that going anywhere. But there was a question there on, right. with her sexuality is, is what do you think she was? I, I don't even know what to say, man. They just right now they can they can do no wrong. And I think it's more of fans are the ones making the movie. Even the blade thing. I'm. <laughs> I'm excited about, you know, Wesley Snipes is behind it. And that really, when you think about it, Blade, the original Blades were good movies. The original and, Marvel movies. Yeah. And it could be the first kind of modern superhero movie that you got because it was realistic in a sense. A little bit. Yeah. So it was kind of, I don't know. It's, it's going to be very, it's going to be very, very interesting. Well, I mean, yeah. Phase it, four. It, it basically kicked everything off because, I mean, without it, there may have been no uh, X-Men. Toby. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, X Men and uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. 
X-Men and Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man, and just it led right into those uh, flawlessly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the sequels weren't exa- weren't all great, but I mean, it got the They're ball watchable, rolling. Though. They're yeah, watchable. Yeah, they are watchable. I saw that. I mean, but the first movie still holds up. Oh yeah, I I love it. I think I own them. Actually, I think I might I mean, own even Ramstein. Ramstein, <laughs> like that. Uh, so uh, just uh, kicking it off, uh, we talked about Shang Chi in the past. Uh, we didn't know anything about casting, obviously, but we we got. Uh, you know, this is the uh, first uh, Marvel origin movie with a subtitle since uh, Captain America the first, first Avenger. Avenger. And I don't know if that's noteworthy or not, but I just wanted to point it out because it was pointed out on Twitter that that was, uh, that, that was interesting. Uh, so uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, uh, those who s- have seen the uh, the Iron Man movies... Uh, should know what the Ten Rings reference is. That is a, that is a reference to uh, the uh, Mandarin, who, of course, in Iron Man 3 uh, was handled uh, questionably and ended up just being uh, a, guy named, guy. a guy named Trevor. Yeah. Uh, uh, wasting uh, Ben Kingsley. Uh, but uh, we will be getting an actual, the actual, actual Mandarin in this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Shang-Chi is going to be played by a guy, uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen, uh, have you, any of you guys seen Kim's Convenience? No. Nuh-uh. I believe it's on Netflix. Uh, Shang-Chi is going to be played by a guy named, I believe it's, uh, Simu, Simu? Yes, it's, that, Simu? yeah, that's what it says there. Simu Liu. Uh, I didn't know if that's how you said his name. But. I think so. Okay, it sounds fine with me. Uh, <laughs> that guy. It's S-I-M-U, right? Yeah. Yeah, it must be. Uh, so, uh, he's going to be playing Shang-Chi. Uh, like I said, he's uh, from a show called Kim's Convenience. So if you wanted to check him out, uh, it's also going to be uh, with Aquafina, who she's been getting around lately uh, with, with getting cast in Dark Crystal and then some other movies she's been in lately. Well, that had a presence at Comic Con. That had a pretty big right. presence. And then uh, Tony Lung, uh, the name sounds familiar. I still haven't been able to figure out what I know him from. Uh, he's going to be playing the real Mandarin. Uh, that will be in theaters. February 12th, 2021. Uh, so, yeah, that's in theaters February 12th, 2021. So uh, we're kind of skipping ahead to 2021. I'm going to back it up back it up mm-hmm. to 2020, mm-hmm. so to next year. And uh, we're going to talk about basically one of the last things they talked about in the panel, and that was the, the uh, long talked about and long uh, overdue, uh, no thanks to Ike Perlmutter, uh, Black Widow solo movie. Uh, it's not going to be what probably everybody wished it could have been. I mean, we all, we all wanted it to be it take place long ago, uh, but it is going to be taking place apparently after Civil War. Uh, presumably, there will probably be some uh, flashbacks and stuff some in it. Russian flashbacks. Uh, Russian flashbacks. So we're all getting quite a few Russians in it. Uh, but obviously, uh, Scarlett Johansson is going to return, uh, not as a tree, but as Black Widow. <laughs> Uh, that's a joke. If you get that joke, then good for you. Uh, but uh, backing him, backing her up in the movie is going to be a pretty great cast, I would say. Uh, fresh off of uh, Man Bod in Stranger Things Season 3, we got David Harbour uh, wiping the, the uh, bad taste of Hellboy out of everybody's mouth. Uh, so I forgot yeah, about that movie. And he's uh, that bad. And, uh, Extended he, bad. 
he's going to be in that as uh, a character. Uh, <laughs> if you've seen Stranger Things 3, uh, ironically, he's playing a character named Alexi, which is very ironic. Uh, and but he's basically a character called the Red Guardian, which is a uh, like a Russian. Also, in it will be Florence Pugh, uh, who people might know from if you saw Outlaw King with Chris Pine about uh, Robert the Bruce. He played uh, she played the queen, <coughs> his wife. Uh, or if you saw Fighting with My Family, she played she played Paige in oh, that. Okay, uh, she's going to be playing Yelena. Uh, Bolsova, Bolsova. Either way, she's playing the blonde Black Widow from the comics. Uh, so uh, she most likely, hopefully, they're going to set up for her to be Black Widow uh, in the future because uh, she was a Black Widow, the second Black Widow in the comics. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, Rachel Weiss from uh, Mummy and uh, other things, except for Mummy 3 uh, and uh, other cool things. Uh, she's going to be playing a character called uh, the uh, Iron Maiden, not the band. Oh, I like those guys, um, too. Yeah, Run to the Hills. Yes. Uh, which is another Russian character. So uh, that is coming out uh, May 1st, 2020, so May 1st of next year. Uh, you know, last couple of years we've been having the uh, February movie, then the May Marvel movie, and then a November Marvel movie. Uh, we're kind of taking the November and the, and the February off as a breather after, you know, Spider-Man and uh, Endgame. We're taking those off, and then we're going to, uh, starting with May, uh, we're, we're going to return to the three movies a year thing. Uh, so <coughs> that'll be kicking off Phase 4, Black Widow, on May 1st of next year. And then uh, coming after that, uh, either before <laughs> or after the next movie we talk about, will be coming to uh, Disney Plus, and that's what we've talked about before, the Falcon and the Winter, so- and Winter Soldier. And that'll have, uh, of course, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan as Falcon and Winter Soldier. And uh, we talked about before there was a rumor that that would have, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, now I can't think of his name. The guy who was the bad guy in Civil War, the one who set up everything. Uh, in the comics, he has the mask with the with the ribs. Oh, it's a purple uh, mask. Uh, uh, Zemo. Yeah, Zemo. Yeah, Baron, yeah. Baron uh, Zemo. Zemo. He's going to be Zemo's going to be returning. He will have the mask. Oh, oh, yeah. I've read something about it being comic accurate. Yes, he will have the mask, and actually, the uh, the actor himself po- posted a very blurry photo of him in the mask. Ah, uh, that I think he was allowed to po- to post. Cheesy. Uh, but that will be coming to Disney Plus fall of next year. Uh, no exact date. Uh, presumably, it's a the, show or a movie. It's a show. It's, it's a, a show. It's on Disney Plus, and uh, they could Disney still Plus. have movies on Disney Plus. And uh, that will be one of the the first of the many shows that uh, we are we've already heard about. Uh, then on November sixth of next year, we will be getting the Eternals, which of course has been rumored. This is the first actual verification of this movie actually happening. Uh, we got uh, obviously there was uh, rumors about Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she's not playing the character everybody was rumoring That's her okay. for. That's okay, she's still in it. But she is still in it. As is, as is Richard Madden. Oh, no, come on, <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani. Not him either. No, okay, keep going. No, I Brian Tyree Henry. Nah, keep going. But wait, Brian Tyree Henry was the voice of Miles' father in Into the Spider Verse. Just uh, a note. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, 
Uh, he did well in that too, by the way. Uh, Lauren Ridloff, which oh, is the on, first no. ever Marvel superhero in the MCU. That she's deaf. Oh, the that's actress cool. is actually deaf, and presumably they will be playing the character as if the character is deaf. Uh, I know where Dan's getting. I'm leaving out a couple names here, but uh, fittingly, she is the leader of the team. She is technically will now be the first uh, Mexican actor to lead a uh, Marvel movie or any superhero movie, I think, for that matter. And that is Selma Hayek, who is playing the leader of the Eternals. What about uh, the guy from Rogue One? He wasn't really a lead. That was uh, more. Okay, uh, okay. Felicity was technically the lead. That's in that. true. But anyway, Selma Hayek. Selma let's Hayek. Get, let's so, get back to her. Uh, Angelina. Is she Mexican, really? Yeah, she's so. We got uh, Selma Hayek, Angelina yeah. Jolie, oh, that's right there. Kumail. Uh, a, lot, a really good cast on that's this a, one. That's actually, that's a really good cast. Yeah, uh, it's a really good, really good, diversified cast, and it's great. And uh, I really have uh, no idea what to expect because I know nothing about the Eternals. I don't. I can't uh, remember any. I know the name. Going into Guardians, I didn't know much about Guardians, but I could at least say that I had owned at least one Guardians of the Galaxy comic. And it was from a uh, number one from 1989. Oh wow! And it was it's a probably comic. No, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's actually a comic that has the old, uh, the original Guardians, which are the ones that are uh, predict- depicted at the end of uh, Guardians Two. Uh, but I know nothing about the Eternals. I've never had a comic of the Eternals. I am going to be going in Eternals 100 fresh, and I can't wait to see how it's going to connect to the rest of the Marvel universe. All I know is they were created created by the Celestials. Which so that's, that's, uh, um, Thanos is one of. Yeah, and um, a Celestial is also um, what, Guardian, no. Guardians Volume 2, uh, Star-Lord's Dad. Yes, Star-Lord's yeah. Dad, Ego is also, and the uh, Nowhere There's Head. another one. Nowhere Head. The Severed Head. The Severed Head yeah. that is Nowhere. It was a ancient Celestial. Right. Somehow so. T-Van fits into that mix, too. Right. Oh, yeah. And, oh, oh, so does, and his uh, brother, yeah, so Grandmaster does, and the Collector right. are both yeah. uh, kind of... Uh, I don't think they're actual. Damn, I knew more than I thought I did. Yeah, good okay. job. Uh, so, yeah, that is coming to theaters November 6th of next year. So uh, moving back into then uh, to 2021. We're going to start with 2021 now. And uh, WandaVision. I know, it's still a stupid name. That is a dumb name. But, uh, <laughs> I thought the same thing the minute I saw it. But you know what? I do kind of dig the... Uh, wait, why, uh, I didn't... I didn't re- Tweet that one, damn it! Uh, I dig the uh, the new the new uh, the new uh, logo though. I kind of kind of think it looks cool. Uh, that is going to be coming spring twenty twenty one to Disney Plus. Uh, that is going to obviously have uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision in it somehow. We don't know how that's going to work. Uh, but the interesting thing about that is is that it's one of those shows you're going to have to watch because because. It's going to lead right into the next movie with the greatest title of all time, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Whoa. Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will be kidding. Oh, uh, WandaVision will be coming to Disney Plus sometime in spring of 2021. Like I said, that will lead right into May 7th of 2021, which will be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which, as I said, will have... Elizabeth Olsen as uh, Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch. And uh, her and Strange will be uh, going into the real multiverse, not the fake spoilers to Spider-Man, not the fake multiverse. Um, 
Yeah, I like Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> he's good too. I'm looking forward to that. Do I need to uh, you point know out that he's a multiverse? Do- Doctor Strange was one of those movies I put off watching it for actually quite a while. Just I, did. I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters. I didn't either. I put it off, but not because I wanted to. It just it happened. Yeah, and then I ended up buying it on Blu-ray and kept putting it off. And my brother kept telling me, "You need to watch it." It's like you know, it's so good. after before something, I can't remember what that movie leads into. You know what the next movie was coming, Thor. Out. but what maybe? But uh, oh, I think it was because I think it was before we went and saw Thor. He's like, "Dude, you got to watch it because of this." Like, there's a scene that takes place that like it'll make right. sense. Okay, so I amazing. It's a good um, movie. It's an amazing. Well, the the graphics are um, amazing. So I thought it was really, 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 really good. Yeah, I think uh, this, this, uh, the title says everything about it. And uh, they made a note of saying that this is the first ever Marvel movie that is going to be basically considered a horror movie. Mm. They said that straight out, that this will be a horror movie. But it will still only be PG-13. Mutants. So it's not going to be too horror, but it's, it's going to be scary, uh, basically, is what they're saying. Uh, the the amount of things that they could possibly go into in this movie could spawn are Mutants. unlimited, uh, and uh, I think the I think the key of this, and I, I was telling her that that uh, they don't put movies on the, with the May date for nothing. The good movies are the ones that get the May, the one the movies that mean a lot are that, the ones that get that May date. That's early too. May seventh is early because usually it's around Memorial Day, isn't it? Take advantage uh, of that long weekend? May, maybe. I think like with Endgame and stuff, but like when uh, uh, like when uh, Guardians came out, I think that was the beginning uh, was of May, right. I think you're right. and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, my, the point is, is that those May movies are always uh, kind of important to the whole overall scheme, and they don't just put movies like that lightly like they do. I mean, even stuff like Black Panther, which was in February, or Doctor Strange itself, which was in November, uh, I think it's. I think I just think it's a very distinct point that it's going to be in the May movie, and I think this movie is going to set up for uh, Phase Four and beyond a lot of things. Uh, so that's going to be crazy. Uh, right after that, also coming in tw- uh, spring of 2021. We don't know when. Uh, they do have it listed after uh, Multiverse of Madness, uh, but we that doesn't mean anything. It is of course the Loki yeah, like standalone <laughs> series from Disney Plus. <laughs> Uh, it is confirmed that this will be about Loki that takes the Tesseract in the alternate uh, 2012. Oh, I get it. Multiverse takes a Tesseract. Okay. Yeah, I think it's also no, uh, there's probably, it's probably also no uh, coincidence that that is coming out about the same time as Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that's so actually what I thought. There could be a huge connection between all of that. Uh, but it's yeah. It's Marvel, it, there is. Right, it yeah. is, there is, but we have do have confirmation that that will be uh, the Loki who took the Tesseract in the alternate 2012. So it happens and, when you uh, watch a movie and you have to remember something that happened 10 movies ago. Right. And uh, basically the possibilities on that are endless because Loki now exists in a uh, world where none of the Avengers are dead. It makes you question what if. Yeah, well, well that's <laughs> going to bring us to our next thing, of course, which is what if. And... Uh, now, we still assume that this is an, yeah, it's an animated series. It's the first animated series in the MCU uh, that's canon anyways, I assume. But it's what if, so it's not really canon? I don't it's, know. It, yeah, it's not. Because, like, the Guardians well, the, of the okay. Galaxy cartoon is kind of based off the Guardians, but it's not canon. The Watcher could be. 
The Watchers probably canon. The Watchers probably canon, but yes. none of the what stories. What if? Is the whole point is that it's not canon, yeah. right? So uh, the What If series, which will be coming in summer of 2021, sometime, will of course be uh, basically hosted by the Watcher. Uh, if you guys forget what the Watcher is, the Watcher you will see the Watchers with San Lee at the end of uh, which one was that? Oh God, wasn't it Guardians? Guardians, yeah. Guardians two, two right? Uh, you see uh, the Watchers, which are the big guys with the big heads. Yeah, uh, they're basically just observers of ah, the whole entire uh, Marvel universe, and they're in the comic, the What If comic. They traditionally hosted the What If comic as well. Right, you would always see like a big full body shot of the drawing of the Watcher, and he would do a big, huge, long setup. And I have no doubt that this is going to be basically the same. Uh, now, the voice of the Watcher is going to be Jeffrey Wright. I know that name, but I forgot to look up. Who that is? Uh, I don't know if Dan uh, is going to do that real quick. Yeah. Quack. Quack, quack. Do that real quack. Thing. Yeah. Uh, they did confirm that uh, basically all the actors across the Shaft. MCU. Oh, okay. Shaft. The new Shaft. The not, new Shaft. Not, yeah. Not Wait, the 1970s. The, right. The new Shaft. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be the voice of the Watcher. Came out in 2000, but new. <laughs> and uh, like I said, um, a lot of the actors from across the MCU will be revi- reprising their voices. Uh, they gave a big list. Uh, basically, just imagine anybody. Uh, and they will be coming back at some point to do some sort of what if. So uh, that will uh, then uh, lead into another Disney Plus series, which we talked about, which is Hawkeye with Jeremy Renner. And they have confirmed that it will be with uh, Kate Bishop, and he, he will prepare her to be the next generation of uh, basically Hawkeye. And uh, that's uh, proven right down to the fact that the, uh, the font being used for the, uh, the show is the same uh, font from the comic where Kate Bishop appears. So yeah, that'll be in fall of 2021. And uh, we'll probably find out at some point who will be playing Kate Bishop, and that one will be a really good one. You know, I said that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was my was probably the best title of all time. I think the, uh, the next one is either going to come in really close number two, or maybe it's like a 1A, 1B. Because last week uh, we told you the announcement that uh, Taika Waititi would be... Uh, Taika, Wa- Taika Waititi would be returning to... Uh, direct Thor 4 uh but we didn't really have any details for it obviously. Well, we do we have all, all the details now. A lot. More and than uh well uh This is where we get divisive probably. Um if we weren't divisive already, this is where we get oh, divisive. Oh, I thought not us. Not you us. Mean people in no, general. No, I just mean people up, in general. Before we go into this, can I say that this looks like the He-Man logo? Yes, it does. <laughs> Total, I thought the same thing when I saw it. So go ahead with the title, because you know you want to say it. Thor, love and thunder, 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 thunder. That sounds like an 80s rock track, doesn't it? Oh, the, yes. the, so There is a band called Thor. There is yeah. a band called Thor. They're dressed in that, you know. All I got to say is, you say this looks like He-Man, that does. but this right here is totally like thunder either track. some... Uh, Metallica or ACDC. Well, going that's what on I was right saying. Looks like an 80s, 80s metal band. Yeah, 80s definitely. Metal band. Uh, yeah, so Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, <laughs> Multiverse of Madness may be the most metal name. This is definitely the mo- the coolest name, and it's also metal. So I don't know. I mean, I'm really Hair torn metal. between the two of White which Snake. one I like better. But all I got to say is that they have, in this 
phase, they definitely have the best titles. And they, they're just like, like you know what? We're just going to name this shit whatever the hell we want <laughs> anymore. They're done with all these stupid, uh, these stupid, just Guardians 3 and uh, Thor Dark World and stupid boring names. Multiverse of Madness. Love and Thunder. Yeah. What tour did you see them on? Legend Love of and Thunder Rings. Tour, man. The Love and Thunder Tour. <laughs> Come on. That's right there. So uh, White Snake opened. Come on. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be released November. That's going to be the November movie of 2021. That's November 5th. Uh, we got confirmation, of course. Chris Hemsworth coming back. Uh, Tessa Thompson, who, of course, we last we saw her was she was the uh, the uh, king of uh, New Asgard. And uh, the big surprise is that uh, they've managed to uh, throw enough money at Natalie Portman to get her to care about the Marvel Universe again. That's where we become divisive. Uh, That's the beginning of it. Uh, before we get to the divisive parts, I'm just going to mention that uh, if Natalie's coming back, we better damn well get Darcy. Darcy? Her friend. Oh, yeah. Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings. There you go. I like Cat Dennings. Yes, I okay. like Cat Dennings too. That's why we need Cat Dennings back for a couple of reasons. <laughs> uh, that was dirty. Cut that out. So uh, <laughs> let's get to the first thing. Uh, Tessa I Thompson like Dennings, uh, funny. basically got up and said that uh, Valkyrie is going to be out looking for her queen. Yes. And uh, so basically, we've gotten confirmation of what a lot of people suspected. Uh, going back to uh, other movies and, uh, you know, other shippings that uh, Valkyrie is basically either bi or at least... Bi. Uh, I think she's bi in the comics. Lesbian. Yeah. And that she's going to be looking for her queen. Now, so. did, you, did you hear that there was a cut scene in one of the other movies yes. where she actually had a female leave her room? Right. Uh, so that will be... Uh, now, obviously, that brings up a whole lot of... Uh, not only the you know people who are on the uh, stupid side of that and against it, but you also have the people that, of course, are on the whole side of uh, you know uh, the diversity. But then they assume that it's just going to be one of those things where it's just a throwaway line that they can then cut out for overseas distribution, not to make people mad, because uh, that's what we've gotten before with a lot of times when we get them uh, putting uh, you know gay characters into movies, but then it kind of gets uh, wa- uh, washed out in the process and it's not really that big of a representation after all you know what i mean uh but the other part of it is that the announcement that natalie portman will be coming will be becoming at some point in the movie lady thor Mm -hmm. not female thor not woman thor technically just thor thor Or as uh, Taika Waititi corrected somebody on Twitter, Mighty Thor. So, uh, yeah, you see a lot of people out there calling her female Thor. She's not female Thor. She's just Thor. Uh, calm down with that. She, if she takes the hammer, she becomes Thor. That's all there is to it. Uh, of course, you know, you, you get a few different camps. Why didn't Captain America become Thor? He's old and dead. He took the hammer before that. No, I don't know. We'll find out. Phase four. Well, you just said if he shakes the hammer, she becomes Thor. But like, he took the but hammer. But she took. He, didn't Thor. he. Hold on, I'm trying to get the comic stuff straight. I haven't read the comic where she becomes Thor. No, I haven't either. But I know that the movie is going to be based off of the actual comic book line where she becomes Thor. But I know anybody can pick up Mjolnir that 
is, is worthy. worthy. Right. So that's why Steve Rogers was able to pick it up. But I don't think he took up the mantle of he didn't take obviously he didn't take up the mantle of Forsooth, Thor. whoever yeah. has the whatever blah 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 can us pick up it and have the, the power, power of, of Thor. Thor. That that's what the line on the uh, but there's the a difference says. between just using the hammer and then actually assuming the power and right. becoming which is what Thor. what the Thor in the comics when Thor becomes female does she assumes the mantle of Thor because if I remember correctly Thor as we know him Donald Blake right you know um, was at one point not deemed worthy in the comics to be Thor because of whatever he had done. But I haven't read those comics. Well, the hammer just, just sat there. Yeah. Like he, he couldn't basically pick it up. Essentially, it seems like he couldn't lift it anymore because he's not worthy. So she can. So she assumes the mantle. Yeah, of Jane Thor. Foster was worthy and she assumed the mantle of Thor because uh, Thor is not actually really Thor. He's Odinson. Yeah. Is his actual name because he's just Thor is the title. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that's going to be in theaters in November of 2021. That's going to be really, really cool. I can't wait for that one. It's going to be exciting. Uh, they did, uh, I know James Gunn uh, addressed the fact that, uh, which I'll get to in a minute, that uh, Guardians 3 was just referenced, but there was no details about it. Uh, he did uh, confirm that he is uh, finishing Suicide Squad 2 before starting on Guardians 3. And he did confirm that Thor Love and Thunder will lead. Events of that will lead right into Guardians 3. Uh, obviously, it brings up questions because last time we saw Thor, he was leaving with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they get him from being with the Guardians without actually showing the Guardians, maybe. Or maybe the Guardians will be in it. Uh, but you never know at this point. Never know at this point. You so never know uh, what timeline any of this stuff's going to be on either. Like well, we're all we, on, we're all on a forward timeline from the year twenty twenty three when uh, Endgame yeah, ends, or when Spider Man ends. Actually, yeah, yeah it's twenty twenty three when Spider Man. So we're ends. we're in the year twenty twenty three, and we're all mo- we're moving. Other than uh, Loki, which will probably jump around, and then obviously, possibly, uh, but we do know that WandaVision is going to be taking place in the present. It's not going to be in the past or anything. So that'll also be interesting about how we get Vision back. Uh, once again, multiverse of madness. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. It's all going to be very exciting. After the multiverse of madness, uh, they're all about the same time. We don't know. We since we don't have exact dates on the Disney Plus stuff, uh, it's really hard to nail it down since it just says spring. So we don't know about Wandavision. We don't know Loki, and we don't know how those will connect with uh, no, multiverse no. of madness. Multiverses sound cool, but DC messed that up in the eighties. In the comics, it was a mess, which is why they had one of their huge storylines oh. was to write. Oh, I would love just to, I would just all, love yeah. to talk about the possibilities so of just, the upcoming uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths in the I'm not, I'm not caught up, <laughs> so that's not going to happen today anyway. <laughs> there's so much stuff that there's they might be doing, but let's, there's this is a chance for it to be if they, if it's done right, it could work. Otherwise, you're going to lose people because stuff becomes way too complicated. Right. Uh, so that's basically Phase 4. Uh, it's basically confirmed that that's all of Phase 4. Phase 4 is two years. Uh, what was that? Five movies, uh, several TV shows, and so on. Uh, Feige did, at the end, make sure to say, and this is the stuff which we might possibly hear about at D23. Uh, but then There's they don't, 12 things on that list. But then they don't really need to talk about uh, uh, these things at D23 because none of these things would be more than three years away. Because these things will all be for at least 2022. 
So uh, Black Panther 2, Guardians 3, Captain Marvel 2, those are all confirmed, most likely for Phase 5. Uh, then he's also, we didn't get to talk about, Fantastic Four. Bum, bum, bum. So Fantastic Four, the first family of Marvel, is confirmed by Kevin Feige to be coming to Phase 5. That will be the first of the lost children, so to speak, uh, to be brought back to the fold. Well, not counting Spider-Man, because he's not totally back anyways. Uh, I'm gonna talk Nor about, is he totally gone. I'm going to talk about Spider-Man here in a minute, because a lot of people were asking about Spider-Man. And then didn't get to talk about Mutants. Now, that doesn't confirm anything, just mutants. All mutants, not just X-Men, not just whatever. All mutants, mutants, period. Mutants can mean anything. So yeah, he's leaving it open for that because uh, he doesn't want to have to be kind of, you know, getting too specific about whether it's going to be X-Men or where mutants will be introduced or what. So, uh, you know, just when you thought the panel was over, out of nowhere, he... He's like, he announces all that stuff, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I got one more thing. And then he calls out Mahershala Ali, of all people, who was also in uh, Into the Spider-Verse as Uncle Aaron. Mm. And, uh, of course, Academy Award winner for Green Book. And uh, he has another Academy Award. I forget which movie. Uh, I believe he was also a voice in one of the Jungle Books. I think he was in the really the, the creepy uh, Netflix one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyways, they bring him out, and he's and they say, uh, I don't remember what he says, but he says something about, oh, you've got a different hat on, and he puts a hat on, and then uh, I guess people in the front row can actually see what the hat says, uh, so they start cheering, but then they do a really cool be- graphic where it just reveals in red, Blade. Blade. I like that guy, too. And uh, so, yeah, Mahershala Ali will be Blade. Uh, if you haven't already heard the story about how he got that role, basically he won the Oscar for Green Book. He called up Marvel, and he basically asked for a meeting with Feige. Feige agreed, and then he said, "I want to play Blade." And Feige was like, "Okay." <laughs> and that's basically it. how that went. I'm sure there was a lot more to it than that. Well, yeah, because payment and because uh, then also the you know the because uh, yeah, how much are you gonna pay the guy the right? Right. So uh, yeah, Blade. So Blade is also uh, Phase Five most li- or yeah Phase Five most likely. So uh, we're talking about all those movies I just named will be most likely 2022, 2023 ish in that area. So now Blade's uh, not gonna fit into. Is Blade standalone? No, Blade, uh, they confirmed, will be part of the MCU. Uh, It will be very interesting how he connects. Uh, Yeah, because you you introduce vampires, too. Then you introduce vampires into the MCU. And uh, if you really go along with actual Blade from the comic, Dracula. Yeah. Because Blade was introduced in the comic known as uh, Tomb of Dracula. Dracula. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was his main thing was he was fighting Dracula and all of Dracula's vampire cronies. Uh, that was a big 70s cronies. So, uh, Those are good, too. Those are good comics. That's in that so horror. we'll see if they take it back to the original like that instead Marvel of, you horror. know, I mean, obviously the Wesley Snipes ones were good, but they never used that uh, origin. So, uh, yeah, I'm, wow, I mean... By and the you're going to get more at D23. I'm, yeah, I'm you're telling gonna you, you're going to get some other big announcements I mean, D23. I, the only thing that you might get at D23 is more expansion on the Phase 5 stuff. But you know what? Like I said, they don't need to. They already told us everything we need to know. 
Uh, if anything, they can give us dates, the exact dates for the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, maybe extra castings because I'm sure there's extra cast in there that they haven't announced. They're smart Al- about it. They although, I mean, we got pretty much everybody that we need to know. Uh, but, uh, man, the next couple of years of Marvel is just like, uh, uh, please, Trump, don't kill us. Uh, and just to put a capper on the uh, the Marvel panel, uh, basically announced just about the time of the Marvel panel starting was that Avengers had pa- Avengers Endgame had passed Avatar for number one all-time worldwide. Okay, can I speak on that for literally just a few seconds? Yeah. People are like, I'm glad that Disney beat out Disney to beat yeah, Disney. Yeah, I'm so like, tired of that shit. Yeah, get over it. You yeah. know what? We've talked about this before. Avatar, not a good movie. Avengers, way better. There you go. I'm yeah. done. Uh, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. The only thing I'll say is that... Uh, Avatar still or uh, Avengers Endgame still didn't the the only the only hurdle it didn't beat was the domestic record of uh, Force Awakens and uh, I'm all right with that I'm fine with that too I mean uh, yeah that's nine hundred something million dollars and there's no way that there are billion dollars in there or whatever it is and they're not going to uh, yeah that's fine uh, just another note uh, I believe Spider Man became the first uh, Spider Man. Uh, Far From Home became the first Spider-Man movie of all to uh, go over a billion Ooh. or something that's like that. Worldwide, worldwide. Amount of money. Worldwide. About it. Yeah. Is it time for the mail? Yes, it is. And our first email is from Wreck-It Rachel. Yay. And her subject line is, I finally saw Aladdin. What? She cool. finally saw Aladdin. All right, I'll read her email here. Hey, it says, hey, hey guys. Hey, 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 let's not, let's not. Talk about people that haven't seen Aladdin, okay? Ooh. Wait, what? I haven't seen Aladdin. What? This is a problem. I don't get to the movies. I do. The, I work. <laughs> you haven't worked this summer. Yeah, I know, but I've been busy. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, Rachel says, hey, guys. So while everyone else was watching Spider-Man and The Lion King, I finally went to see Aladdin. I'm so behind. What a fantastic movie, though. I loved it. I, like, I think I liked it more than Beauty and the Beast, which is saying something. As a kid, the movies I watched over and over were Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and The Little Mermaid. So far, those two have been wonderful. High hopes for The Little Mermaid. I loved Will Smith. Got a lot of Hitch vibes. I think he smashed the cartoon version of, and the Broadway version as well. The movie reminded me a lot of the Broadway version. I saw it in L.A. On, in January, so it's all fresh in my mind. All the colors and the huge spectacle. I did hear Proud of Your Boy in the score a few times. I'm not sure what that is. Do you guys know what that is? That's from the play. Oh, okay. From the musical. I immediately came home and downloaded Speechless, and I'm in the process of learning it. The best Jasmine song. No one better the best princess song. Oh, I get it. She's saying it's not only the best Jasmine song, but also the best princess song. Uh, Don't get mad, Tim. But I'm all about power ballads and show tunes and love singing Let It Go. Hey, I'm all about power ballads, too. Like Love and Thunder? Just, <laughs> just not, the one from, uh, not the ones from Frozen. Um, if you like power ballads, try listening to The Scorpions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think they an album called Love and Thunder. Right? Um, speaking of Love and Thunder. Uh, however, this song is better. It took Elsa down a peg. Ooh, I like Ooh, to hear wow. that. I don't know how the kids are going to feel about it, though. I, I think that I think they still have a frozen obsession. I think they still have a frozen obsession. Obsession. I still think they have a frozen obsession 
And uh, since I'm around every day, I would know. Anyway, Aladdin was great. Fingers crossed for Ariel. She's my girl, Rachel. Yeah, I find it interesting that um, she's talked about Hitch. It's a good on, movie. On my podcast, you know, the Extraordinary oh. Culture podcast. Um, shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. We talked about that, too. It seemed like if, uh, I think it was Dan that had mentioned if... You're Dan. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan, but the other Dan. <laughs> hey, Daniel. Um, <laughs> we mentioned that uh, he, he was talking about that. He talked about if he pulls off that hitch vibe, I think it could work, and it's totally what it did. Yeah. So I, I haven't. Oh, so seen he it. said that before. He sa- I think he said that before we, he oh, had actually seen it. But he's like, yeah, if he pulls off that, like that's cool. He, from what he saw from the trailers and like stuff, he's like, it seems like he's a matchmaker. And if he pulls off that hitch vibe, but he saw, I like that movie. I think it would work. And I, I find it interesting that Rachel mentioned that, and I think that it, she liked that. About I just that. want well, real quick. I just want since she does bring up Aladdin and. Uh, uh, Will Smith is a genie. I just want to point out real fast because you know there's still a lot of people that still bitch and moan about uh, Will Smith as the, as the genie and that he didn't do a supposedly didn't do a very good job. And uh, well, that's I think bullshit. I think most of those people. I think the problem is is that a lot of people are comparing his. You know, they just they're so focused to compare his uh, performance to Rob Williams when what they should really be comparing his performance to is like the musical because he's putting on more of a musical type uh, a genie from the musical than he is uh, doing the Robin Williams genie he's being more of the musical genie and those of us that that saw the musical uh, you know at DCA multiple times we definitely could see that that's what he was going for but you know problem is, is not everybody's seen that and then you know, I mean, but you know, that's still not no excuse. You yeah, like still... thirteen years to see it. Yeah, exactly. So, you <laughs> well, know. you know what, Diggs? I still haven't seen Frozen over there. So, <laughs> well, but I saw I saw that's Aladdin. nothing you need to see. I saw Aladdin. Multiple well, you times. might as well not even see it now because it's it's like fifteen minutes shorter than what it was originally, and <laughs> it's oh, not even it. as good. I'm just gonna go drown my. They took out some of the. They took AP out some cup. of the best parts. Basically, yeah. Thank you for your email, Wreck It, Rachel. All right, our next email is from Giselle the Gazelle, and her subject line is some imagination, huh? Ooh. (laughs) What is up, my brothers? Giselle the Gazelle here reporting live from Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah, no invite. (laughs) We just finished Fantasmic, and it was a little dark for my taste, especially that Chernobog guy. Is that his name? Yep. Uh. She put Turnabog. Turnabog. I don't know. It was scary. <laughs> Isn't that a Pokemon? <laughs> we came for the last time this month to let the girls use all four days they had on their passes. Last day is tomorrow. We are thanking Epcot. My parents live six hours away from Walt Disney World. One more time, six decking hours. And she put ducks here. <laughs> anyway, here is a pic of us and BB-8. Wait, hold on. I just I drove that the other day. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to agree with it. It sucks. It's a long uh, drive. We have more, but I'm fighting the crowds right now and making sure my grandma doesn't run over people with, <laughs> with her chair. <laughs> Talk Dirty. to you soon. Love you. Bye. So here's a picture of them with BB-8. That's cool. Thanks. She's been having an adventure over there in Disney World and everything. Uh, I think it's tough for her to come back home. <laughs> well, school's going to start. Like, Yeah, she so need to get ready for that. Uh, I know she'll be home next month sometime. Yeah, I think school starts like the m- middle of the month. Or... Yeah. She doesn't live on campus, though, so yeah, it's not quite as early. All right, thank you for your uh, quick little email there, Giselle the Gazelle. 
Yeah, look at that fun you're having. I always see that stuff. I know. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get some YouTube <laughs> comments from Ernesto. <laughs> this first one is funny. Tim, can you please listen to this? Because this is very, very funny. This is from episode 176, Hot August Night. He says, having Ranthony call Tim a hateful person is almost ironic. <laughs> it's completely ironic. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I called him that? I I guess I guess so. I don't Okay. You can't oh. doubt Ernesto. All right, so he's well, well, wait, hold last week. Didn't you say something was stupid and then right after that, oh I agree with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that it, was it, that was pretty funny. If I called him hateful, he was probably being hateful, so in fairness, he's just no. you know, he's just counting on the fact that we don't remember what he's talking about. <laughs> I said didn't I you say you don't remember the Ernesto, first time ever? Ernesto, for for uh, number one, I've been saying for the last few weeks that if you're going to talk about old episodes, we need context. Context is king. Exactly. Well, he told you the context. You he called didn't me say hateful. context. No, but why did I call him hateful? I'm sure he deserved it. Well, it's episode 176. Go back and listen to it. I think I was here for that episode. Probably. I kind of remember that. All right. He says one million Cal- uh, Cali AP holders. So what is Florida's AP holder count? Probably like half that. Uh, yeah, it's not as big, like right? Two hundred and two hundred to three hundred thousand. Really? So a third. Uh, at the most, yeah. Usually, they what they used to say, and it's only worse now, is that Florida's AP count is something like about twenty five percent of ours. Theirs is it's flipped on its head; it's reversed. So we have like seventy five to eighty percent locals, and our APs are like ten percent less than that. And then for Florida, it's like the opposite of that. Everybody with a premiere pass or what? Well, I don't, I'm not talking about premieres. You don't need a. Well, I mean, that's just yeah, that's different. Premieres is probably like in the hundreds <laughs> or like a thousand. I don't know. No, probably more than that. They're expensive though. Um, what are we talking about? I don't know. Mail. I don't know. Mail. Yeah. <laughs> no. <I'm, laughs> no. I know what we're talking about. I'm trying to think what I'm going to do. That's what I was thinking about. What am I doing? Uh, I will probably go to the park. As we're recording this on Tuesday, I probably go tomorrow for a little bit. Why do you always got to go on the day I have to? You know edit. what? You want to be quiet about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well check this out. Next week, it's my birthday. My birthday is on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> so I guess we're not recording next Tuesday then. <laughs> so we, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that one. Uh, well, no, we'll do that off air. But um, that's what's actually coming up. Hey, I do have a question for you. Oh, you guys should probably answer. Go. Well, go ahead. He's going to Arizona. Look at this guy. No, I'm not He's going to Arizona. He's going to go pick up his... He's already left. What are you um, talking about? No, um, I forgot our birthday. Oh, yes. Mousefire's birthday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Hey, happy birthday. We didn't say that. So you, gotta do, you owe us one. Yeah, because I forgot. Happy birthday. <laughs> there you go. We're four. We're four years old. Yeah, we're four. We we're forgot. four years old. I can't believe I forgot to post that yesterday. We're four years old. Oh, well. That's four. It yeah, happens. We're four years old. Hey, it's tubbing. just four. It's not five, right? <laughs> I know, right? Five is the big exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's we... not like it's 64. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, next year's buttons. This year, we didn't even get a cupcake. But I anyway. know, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I, just probably just for a little while. Uh, no, I was going to ask you a question. Uh, I, I can look it up, but, you know, lazy. But I know how to look things up. I know how to Google things. <laughs> uh, I, just, I have a freaking college degree. I know how to Google things. I had a... I uh, just thought it was interesting. I had a... Uh, you know, an uh, episode come up uh, in memories from like I think three or four years ago, and in that episode, Halloween tickets had just went on sale right now. 
And there you go. Right, last week or something like right. that. So I think that's very interesting that uh, that's the evolution that we've gone through. That uh, just three or three year, three or four years ago, uh, Halloween tickets were just now going on sale when they've been already on sale for what a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah so just thought that, I just thought that was interesting. So I have to renew soon. Um, obviously, I'm going to renew Signature Plus. The calendar for next year came out. Right, they have it tentatively right the school now. School calendar? No, 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 not the school calendar. The Disneyland calendar oh. came out, and next year for Deluxe looks this, to be the same as this year. Yes. Okay, so we've gone over this. How I've only been able, I've only been going to DCA because I'm going with my kids. Um, but in truth be told, I miss Disneyland. I just haven't gone. I know they kind of do too, so I'm upgrading them to Signature when we do this because my wife opted. Not to renew her pass because she just doesn't go that often. You're going to transfer those funds onto theirs, basically. But it, it, I told you this before. It isn't an issue of transferring funds. If she's just not using it. Why That's what it? I mean, though. But the yeah. money you would have spent on her pass. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to use you're it. You're going to put it on. Yes, to, of course. You're going to upgrade there yeah. with it. Yeah. What I can't remember is if I renew earlier, if it takes effect right away, or that stuff doesn't take effect until my actual day. I think so. It, yeah, I, th- I think, that, you, I think that's you, what it was. If you but pay early, you lose, you're basically losing money from the previous year. Right, and because I've always tried to hold it off until right before I had to do it. Which be- is what you should do, that. yeah, if you don't want to lose money. Call and ask, because I don't... No, I once your you, date when, stays the same. Your date stays the same, and your expression... It'll expire on that day, whatever day it is, but they will not be able to use the new privileges until the next day after. Right. So I've done that. Wait, the next day? So you could renew earlier, but you can't use the new pass until it, until it actually starts. It doesn't become a signature until the next day after the expiration date. That's okay. what I'm saying. This is so good in other words, if you renew to a signature a month before your expiration date, you still get it as the old pass for the month. You're not going into Disneyland still. Yeah. What he okay, was asked. What he was asking though is if I renew 40 days or 30 days early. No, I don't care about the 30 days. So I'll I'll tell you exactly what the situation is. Theirs is um, due uh, August 6th. Right, but the you were thinking. You were thinking oh. if you up if you upgraded them early, would you get the privileges of the yeah pass my birthday? Early? If I get them in Disneyland, my birthday. You yeah, wouldn't know. exactly. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't. He, they're saying that, no. that's what I thought, but I, I couldn't remember. And like I said, I know how to Google, but I just didn't. <laughs> I figured I got three guys in the room that would be like, "Oh no, it's like this." So I did that. No, my birthday's coming up. I haven't decided what I want to do yet. I do want to spend some time at the park. I'm my wife is back to work. I don't know what I want to do. Because again, I'm kind of missing Disneyland. I know they do too, so that's why they're getting upped. I can't figure. I haven't decided yet what I want to do. So we'll, we will talk about that. Because I want to check out the the haunted mansion stuff in the gallery. I haven't done that yet. So you've uh, and on the on the ninth is the actual fiftieth. So all that yeah. Well, over, there well, overflow merch should uh, spread out into the park. Yeah, I, I want to be there for that too uh, at some point, just because it is the anniversary. All right, well, thank you for your uh, what your plans are going to be, and letting us know, Dan, the man. Well, thank you there. for the advice. You know, if you've got something you want to uh, ask about, go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you for your email there, Giselle the Gazelle, Wreck It Rachel, and thank you for your review, Miles. And uh, I'm going to give him a nickname right now, Miles from Tomorrowland. Hey, it was <laughs> the best one right there. So uh, if you guys have any uh, your own review of uh, Lion King or any other things, or you want to let us know what you're going to do for your birthday, all you have to do is email us. Mousefire at gmail.com. <laughs> Whoa, that was really calm. <laughs> I suppose it tone, too. Yeah. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. 
check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Bye. I don't know when I'm going to the parks next. I was thinking maybe Thursday, Friday. I don't know yet. I'll probably be there on the weekend, too. Oh, let me know. Maybe and, uh, maybe Friday, maybe Saturday. Maybe you can use our DAS Pass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Get on some rides. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> it's like getting a Fast Pass, but you don't have to go to the thing. Anyway. But it's faster. It is faster, actually. Uh, don't forget to go check out Tale of the Lion King. Uh, since uh, Lion King just opened, you can go check out the Tale of the Lion King. It's really good. And Dan likes it. I yeah. like it. They changed some of the times. Did they change them back? I haven't really looked at the times. Uh, well, I've seen it a couple of times. It's worth it's worth your watching. Yeah, so check that out. Don't forget you can get your AP buttons over at DCA for your food. Yeah. Mobile ordering. Uh, we went through that. And if you don't know what places, well, just go look on Facebook. We posted that a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was. Or you can do what Dan does in Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I ask somebody, they don't know. <laughs> uh, what else is going on in the park? Oh, we got Mickey Mouse's Cavalcade of uh, Friends or something going on. I still haven't seen that. Don't really care. I'll probably check it out when I get over there next time just to see what it's all about. Hey, your poet didn't even know it. Exactly. You know, I try. I might not have words, but I can rhyme. Hey, Main Street Electrical Parade. Yeah, Main Street Electrical Yeah, it's coming back. And... Um, I will be there for that one, definitely. Definitely. We're going to uh, uh, camp out for like the whole day and to get a spot. They won't just let just you. Just like Comic-Con. You don't know me, they though. You don't, you. You, you don't know. You, you don't just know, have to Tim. hover around the you area, You just too, don't know, it? Tim. Oh, no. I know you know how to do it. <laughs> so I just know that like officially. they officially will shoo-shoo you. They That's if you're trying to be on Main Street. Uh-huh. Ah. Why don't you try by uh, Alice in yeah. Wonderland hey, restaurant? Hey, hey, stop. Oh. Giving away oops secrets. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> Next thing he's gonna mention a parking lot. <laughs> so yeah, that's coming back, and uh, I don't know what else is going on in the parks. So I can't remember, but I'll be there someday. Well, it's been busier lately. Yeah, it has been busier. Soaring over California is still going. Oh yeah, on Thursdays for APs yeah, also. Still on Thursdays for AP. It, I, I can't went, take the. I wrote it phone. once. The nostalgia is definitely there, yeah. even though it has. So no, really no one's gone on the. No one's gone on the. You know anybody that's talked about the after hour thing? I just wonder how crowded it is. Oh, for the, the one APs. hour on Thursdays, yeah. The line wasn't that long when I was there, so I don't know what's the. I don't know. I, it I was really about think an hour that when I was there. As popular as it's been, though, I know I've said it before, as popular as it's been, and as popular as the other ride, the other version is, they might as well just split them down the middle and do one on one side and one on the other. And other than that, that's about it. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, that uh, that Mickey's cavalcade of uh, filler is obviously going on right now. Uh, probably, if you've seen it, you probably just happened to be standing there when it went by. Right. Because I don't think anybody's actually going out of their way to watch it, except for people that maybe don't know. So uh, that's going to be going on until uh, the uh, second, uh, the day before the electrical break comes back. So, uh, yeah, uh, waste your time with that if you want to. <laughs> Or the pop-up. Yeah, also don't forget the pop-up. Another waste of time and money uh, uh, has been extended from uh, its unknown original end date to Labor Day, September 2nd. So uh, if you guys are into Instagram and pictures and uh, it's worth 30 to $40 to you, then have at it. Otherwise, save your money for something else. Go like to bring a friend. Go to Black Tap. Uh, do that instead. If you have your art set on it, you have extra time. And money. 
Of course, keep up with all of that on the social medias. We are Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, Mousepire on the Snappy Snap Snapchats. I swear this guy has been... Did you do some Snapchats on the 17th? I forgot. Of course he did, well, okay, even well, after I reminded he was, him. He was riding rides. He was going to do those rides. rides I know. See what happens time. when you ride rides? But you could be Snapchatting on the rides. I Ooh. forgot, too. And I even told Connor, hey, I forgot, because he was snapping. And I'm like, oh, well, I forgot to snap. And he's all doing his snaps. Well, I, even told, I even said on the podcast last Tuesday, I said, hey, don't forget to snap tomorrow. And then he still forgot. But, I hey, did. you know what? On brand. <laughs> for digs. On, di- on brand for digs. <laughs> Hey, you can catch me on Instagram at Dan's Disney Adventures, posting some stuff there as we do different things around the parks or at Comic-Con because the latest stuff has been the Disney stuff. You can see the costumes from Mickey Mouse Disco, uh, both in a little video fashion show. And there you go. So Diggs is doing his little disco, getting down. Yeah, Mickey had the little flares with the gold. It It was pretty sweet if you haven't seen it. You can find me there. You can find me on the Extraordinary Culture Podcast, Kayfabe Culture Podcast, and with these guys when I'm able to. When it's not his birthday. When it's not my birthday. <laughs> not Which is next wait, week. When's it your birthday? Not next week, often enough. Or you can find me on Instagram at Baloo1313. Also follow Buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you'll see your buttons are going out. Check out ddpclothing.com. Get your mouse pair gear or get your own personalized gear. Just send a message there. Hey, don't forget you can uh, help uh, support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash mousepire. Uh, check out Michael the Mail Guy $3 special. Also, you can check out the podcast on YouTube. When Tim gets around to it. Um, yeah, you can check out the podcast there. All you have to do is uh, search Mouse Power Podcast or go to Facebook and hit hit the link there. And don't forget, you can also listen to the podcast on Radio.com. Radio. On the radio? Dot com. All right. Big time. And until next time, remember, if you haven't been to San Diego Comic Con by now, you should probably keep it that way. So for Shira, Harley Quinn, and Jean-Luc Picard, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Dan. I'm Diggs. Bye. No. No. The one I'm pointing to. No. 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 Are you brainless? This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Check out uh, mousepire.com. Don't check that out. (laughs) 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 He'll cut this out, but when you said Hawkeye, I heard hot guy. (laughs) Not surprised. Well, you know, Jimmy Renner. (laughs) He really gets people going. I like him, although I'm telling you, man, Jake Gyllenhaal. In this week's episode, Anthony's wrong but refuses to let us talk about it.